0: Flying with that offense going down the field and you saw him be that versatile downfield threat for the St. Edward offense and he he helped uh zero open up that offense as that deep threat but you also got to keep your eye on Mackenzie right as well
1: yeah and
2: Quintel Kent actually this season becoming the all-time leader in regular single or all-time career path or receiving touchdowns I should say uh words are hard the all-time leader in receiving Welcome to So What's
0: the Catch on All Sports Cleveland. Every Wednesday from 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock, James, Josh, Kramer, AJ, Brian, and the one and only Chirk Berserk get together to discuss a wide variety of topics across the sports world. During these discussions, we let our opinions fly with a dash of comedy. And now, here's your show, So What's the Catch.
3: Welcome to So What's the Catch here on All Sports Cleveland and the Browns are dead.
0: Yes, they are. RIP.
3: Are they out? They're yeah. W- they're done. Yeah, they're six and six. The Steelers lost? I, that doesn't matter. It's it's the it's the Bengals and the Ravens. Hmm. Okay? The the Browns are done. They're dead. I don't count them out. They're done. Did did you watch that game on Sunday? I did. Yeah, what part of that said yes, they're still in it? My Cleveland spirit. Okay, what on the field has anything to do with that?
4: Not too much. Not too much, unfortunately. I'm with you, though, Chirk.
0: So let's do one word Wednesday, as we always do. What is your one word for that loss on Sunday?
4: (coughs) Dead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Buried.
0: My one word would be. I'm trying to think of how to combine two words together. I'll do a Hyphenated. turnover. No.
4: Oh, that makes less than <laughs> zero sense. <sentences.
0: laughs> no, you'll see what I need. Mean. Shark,
5: what your about word? you,
4: Shark? Uh,
5: s- hope.
4: Hope. Uh, uh, ho- oh. You okay. Have, you have hope after that game. It's 16 to 10 loss
6: inspired hope.
5: The hope, the the loss has made him stronger. Yeah. So, the. Mm, mm, mm.
0: R- oh, Zach, what was your one word? Pitiful.
6: Okay, that's a good All
0: right. One. So the reason I phrased it as turnover no is because they got four, four turnovers,
4: and what did they do with it? Nothing. Mm, yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, what was it? It was 52 straight games where a quarterback had thrown four or more interceptions the team had lost leading up until that game. <laughs> so 52 in a row until then. That's not a good sign. No, it really isn't. Yeah.
3: It, and what this is is just tells you how how much of a bad place this offense is right now. Okay? Yeah. Because uh, something I've mentioned many, many times on this show has been opposing defenses do not respect Baker Mayfield. They yeah. don't. You saw it that the Ravens said, we think he is trash. We're going to put 10 guys in the box because we know he can't
6: complete pass.
4: I just don't get it. Like, since we scored 41 against the Bengals. Was a lie. I, that yeah, was a lie. I, obviously, it was because since then, we have scored all of thirty points in the last three games. I mean, that's a wa- wow—a ten-point per game average against <laughs> so, and 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 also one of those teams was the Lions. So that's really bad. And really, it, really that's really, really, really bad.
3: In six of the last seven games, they've only scored seven points in the fourth quarter.
4: Mm.
6: Uh, you and
3: can't. In six of the last seven games, they scored seventeen points or less. Yeah. Okay, you're not going to be a good football team or a winning football team with those kind of
0: numbers. No, this team is atrocious. And looking at their remaining schedule, they have the bye week. Then they host Baltimore. They could beat Baltimore again. Get chance.
5: Of Are redemption. you kidding? No way. That's not going to happen. Get
4: a uh-uh. chance of redemption. They played their worst possible game, and we still couldn't beat them. Like Lamar- they're not going to play any worse De- than they just did against us.
0: Jerk, do you really expect Lamar to throw four interceptions again? No, but I could see the Browns winning by a close game.
3: I can't. I, I, don't, I don't think they, they could win another win game all season. Game.
0: The only winnable game left on their schedule, there's two winnable games left on their schedule. Home against Las Vegas in week 15. They'll lose. And then week 18 at home against Cincinnati. That's it. They'll
3: lose. They'll lose both those games. Why are you so pessimistic?
0: And Kramer is here on Kramer Time like he always is. On,
3: have, have you watched them play? I did. Have you watched Baker Mayfield look like hot garbage? Because he is. I have. But okay. I still got hope. There's no reason to have any hope. Throw it away. It's <laughs> over.
6: Hey,
4: <There> you <laughs> This season is <laughs> over. He said, there you, you go. go. Okay. There, there you go.
7: Kramer's yeah. here, and I need to know, what? who was the genius that brought me a bag of whole shebang chips?
0: That would be Jay. Ah, uh, ha,
4: ha, ha.
0: Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. So what, G- Kramer, while you're getting set up, what is your one word to describe?
4: Familiar. Familiar.
0: Ouch.
3: Yeah, it's, it's the same thing every week.
7: Yeah, I'm at the point now where, like, literally it feels like I'm back in that 0-16 season. And, like, with, with the Ohio State Buckeyes losing and then the Browns losing, Did they? with this point of my football season, I'm, like, I'm just out. I'm a spectator at this point. Yeah. I have no, you know, none of my teams are making or doing anything, so I'm just, I'm out.
5: I mean, the... This is not like the 0-16 Browns. This is more like the 2019 Browns.
3: I told you they were the 2019 Browns two weeks ago, mm. and you told me no. Quite. I still f- got hope that they'll be better.
0: Yeah. But f-
3: no, there was
0: I've been on that 2019 train. I didn't want to fully believe it. I thought there were still glimmers, but no. This is the 2019 season all over again.
7: I'm more frustrated this year, though, than I was in 2019. I'm more frustrated this year than I was any other season. 2019... I didn't even really have all that much hope. Like, I thought we would be a decent team, mm-hmm. but I could tell on paper that wasn't going to be the year people thought it was going to be. I bought in this year. Uh, so this is the year that really affected me.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. And I, I get totally what you're saying, and I'm in the same boat where 2019, I'm like, yeah, okay, we made all these great moves, but is it going to work on paper? After what we did last year going 11-5, and five, being the Steelers in Pittsburgh for the first time in like 17 or 18 games, taking Kansas City to the wire. Granted, um, Chad Henney had to come in because of Patrick Mahomes' injury, but to do that and then just come out blah, it's like. It's what? a matter of expectations. Uh, and anytime
7: you put expectations on this team, and specifically Baker Mayfield, they, they don't they don't live up to them, right? When we went into the season last year, into the COVID season, none of us really had all that much hope because it was such a weird season mm-hmm. and the things that had gone on. And then, with very little expectations, they had a somewhat successful season, uh, mm. more successful than we've seen so far, yeah. and. uh you know, this year we come in thinking, oh, we're going to Super Bowl
3: or Super Browns,
7: right, Chirk? Yep, uh, that's
0: Chirk's motto.
7: Yeah, it's, it's my motto.
3: <laughs> I mean, let's, let's look back to how I've described this, how this season is going to play out this entire time. i will be in there. Okay, Jeff. because if there's been one thing, I've been consistent about what was going to happen this year, okay? And that was defenses were going to adjust to the offense that is run. They're going to make Baker Mayfield play left-handed. The problem is he can't play left-handed. He is a one-dimensional <laughs> quarterback, and when you take away his one thing he does good, he plays terribly. Mm. Okay, if mm. he can't roll out, mm. if he can't do the design rollouts, the you know the bootlegs, he's useless. He's too short to be a pocket passer. He's too short to be an NFL quarterback. I'm sorry. You, what? I Whoa. know people. Isn't he like six one? He is six feet tall, my friend. That's being generous because he's yeah, not He's really That's five, 11. Nets, five 11. foot eleven. He's yeah.
6: 11.
3: He's too short. Okay. Drew Brees was six foot. Drew Brees was an excellent tennis player and an excellent feet work. Yeah, yeah he, You know, you look at Russell Wilson He was a shortstop drafted by the Yankees Yeah, they, first they round Is neither of those You right. br- you
7: bring up a good point, though That I want to circle back to And that's just that There was, like, no adjustments You know, people have We came in We had success mm-hmm. They kind of They tailored their defenses around What we were doing And we've made no adjustments and that's a coaching
3: issue just as much as it is a player there's, issue. There's no adjustments to make with him, though. You can't do anything. So mm. If you, if they have ten guys in the box, you can't run bootlegs. If they have ten guys in the box, you can't run play action. Mm. I guess what I'm saying, like when it comes to <laughs> Kevin Stefanski, he has like five play calls when it comes to throwing. It's, it's fine. I'm not necessarily all that happy with how Stefanski's played out this season, but he's doing all he can with a very limited quarterback.
0: So you think basically his hands are tied.
3: His hands are tied because he has to play Baker Mayfield. And you listen to Andrew Berry talk today in this press conference. He's like, yeah, he's healthy and we think he's going to go. So he's our quarterback. We're not going to change our quarterback. So mm-hmm. I think
0: they're just at, saying, at any saying
3: hope, that. You think we any hope of seeing Case Keenum is not going to happen. Why is it not going to happen? I because don't think it. unless Andrew Barry and Kevin Stepanski said so. Unless Come Baker on. gets so
7: hurt that he literally is can't go on the field, he's going to keep playing. And that torn labrum thing, it's become such a. Uh, I'm
0: tired of the injuries. I'm tired what of am injury, I looking for? injuries. Stop using injuries as an excuse. It's become a crutch.
7: Yes, the torn labrum has become a crutch because it's so easy for him, anytime he has a bad game now, to be like, oh, well, by the way, I still have this bad torn labrum. Oh, go get the, the surgery then and let's see.
3: Let's take that crutch away. Yeah. That's what it is. It's just a, it's a crutch. But you know, you you hear every single week whether it's whether it's him, whether it's his most uh, devoted fans or his wife on Instagram sharing stupid stuff about <laughs> him being tough. <laughs> but who cares? Can't score, can't win, but he's tough. That's and then on the GM Shuffle podcast. I just want to credit him real
5: quick. I do think he does do the tough guy stuff way too much where it's the point where it's like it doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah. It's almost like a facade at this point, but you I think can think tell Zach a, has something to say about this. What yeah, you got?
8: You think I, got like, uh, coat? Oh. I got a bunch to say. Uh, first of all, I am in in no way a Baker apologist. I really don't think he is the guy. But I just want to propose a couple of things to the rest of you guys. Um, first of all, is it Baker Mayfield's fault when the receivers don't catch the ball? That's a fair point. Second uh, of all, is it... Uh, Baker Mayfield's fault that he is I know we just said don't use injuries as an excuse and I know he's trying to be the tough guy but if he is injured of course he's not going to play as well as he could now should he be playing that's up for debate of course but I just think that this season there have been a lot of poor decisions made and it starts with the coaching staff and it what you guys were saying as well. Other teams have figured out the Browns. They know they can stack the box against our great running backs and make Baker Mayfield be this guy that he's not capable of being. And I think that's what's become the problem. And you saw it in the Ravens game. Well,
7: it's so obvious with his injury too that if you if you force him to throw it, things are going to go wrong.
6: Yeah,
3: that's what it is. And as far as the the receivers drop, that, that's getting too much. Uh, just passing the torture, you know, passing the buck on excuses. Uh, sure, it's, some of the receivers need to catch some passes. Yeah, but a lot of the passes Baker's throwing are uncatchable balls. I mean, I saw people uh, trying to blame uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones for that one catch on Sunday night. That was a high ball that was an overthrow. That was mm-hmm. a trash throw, and everyone's just like, he should have caught it. They go back to the Odell uh, catch that he didn't make a couple weeks ago uh, when he was still on the team. And they're like, mm. Odell should have caught that, you know, when the ball's 10 feet above his head. Okay, Baker's is missed his receivers time and time. Time again, and that's just what it is. And as far as him, you know, being out there, if he's healthy enough to be on the field and play, you got to expect better performance. Yeah. Since he missed the game in Denver, he's completing 56.1% of his passes, averaging just 187.8 yards a game with five touchdowns, three interceptions, while being sacked 11 times. Can his I, 6.7 can I? yards per attempt is a full yard below his season average of seven. Let 7. me Zach uh, with a
6: rebuttal.
8: I love it. Not not even a rebuttal. Just let me uh, bring up something. Let's just say that money was no factor with the Browns and with Baker because obviously right now it is. He's got a contract situation coming up when he, with either the uh, one year uh, extension or a, a full new contract and I think that's adding to why he wants to be on the field because he wants to prove himself to get that contract but if money wasn't an object at all, I think he would have been like, alright, let me sit let me get healthy. I don't need to prove anything, and I think that's a big problem because Baker wants to prove himself. He wants to get that new contract. Of course, we all want a ton of money. Mm-hmm. That's not out of the ordinary, but I just feel like that's what is making this such a huge problem is the new contract. It, it, it's the contracting. Let me close
3: real quick. Because we head to a commercial, and I'll just I'll say this before we go to commercial when we come back is that. If his money is his chief and primary concern, he should have taken some time off to get healthy, to play well enough to get a new deal, because right now he is an unsignable player. And with that, we have to go to a commercial.
4: More Browns talk after this. Stick around.
2: Take us to commercial and Turk. Hey, guys, bow season's right around the corner, so get out to PJ's Custom Archery and Lapidary Shop. PJ's make custom bows to fit anyone. They also make takedown survival bows and flint knives as well. Ladies, PJ has custom-made jewelry. You'll find unique, one-of-a-kind bracelets, pendants, earrings, and much more. PJ is a real craftsman with an artistic lair. PJ only uses materials found or made in the USA. So hurry out to PJ's Custom Archery and Lapidary Shop, located at 112 Leonard Street in South Amherst, or call 440-986-0490. Right now, many families
1: are getting ready for the holiday season. Shopping for loved ones, wrapping gifts, and decorating the tree, anxiously awaiting the big day. But for many people, right here in our area, there will be no Christmas presents without your help. Toys for Tots is a top-rated charity with 97% of donations going to providing toys, books, and other gifts to underprivileged children all over the country. While you search for that special gift for your loved ones this year, remember those less fortunate and donate to the Toys for Tots in your area. Visit toysfortots.org to make a donation, find a drop-off location, or to volunteer After all, Christmas is all about giving. Toys for Tots, helping bring joy to children everywhere at Christmas. My dad came to live with us last month, and you know, it's going pretty well. I feel like I never have time for myself. With him being around more, it really lets us catch up on things. His memory isn't what it used to be. We get up, and we have coffee. He usually wakes up at 4.30. Then we go for a walk. He needs lots of my attention. I do need to keep an eye on his medications, though that's important sometimes I feel like a pharmacist I'd say John and the kids are adjusting pretty well they honestly have no idea what I'm going through it can be a little challenging help but so far so good I could really use just a little help
2: for those dealing with the daily struggles of caring for a loved one we hear you that's why AARP created a community with experts and other caregivers for advice tips and support together Let's help each other better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit AARP.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
5: Hey, it's Chirk the Berserker. You're in the berserk box being a hard worker. We got James. Guess what? He knows all the names. Just sit back and relax. We got Unger to the Max. This show will never get any lamer. Cause you can't find anybody as entertaining as Kramer. Now, AJ, he is the true fighter. You'll never meet anybody who is a better writer. In this show, you don't have to worry about Ryan, because we got a champ, and his name is Brian. Join us every Wednesday at 2 for authentic personalities, because you know, all we'll just be dishing out is just the realities.
3: We are back here on So What's the Catch, and uh, as usual, Kramer <laughs> is getting some audio bleed over into his microphone Kramer, from his phone.
0: Kramer is doing Kramer things over there, but... That's much. okay.
3: Pretty much. All right, so it's, it's the bye week. The Browns are 6-6. Six and six. It's usually a good time to assess some things, so let's put some
4: grades out there. Let's do that.
0: So let's start with what is your grade for the offense? We're going to go position group by position group, so we'll start with the offense, go to defense, special teams... Coaching staff, and then overall team. Great. Cool. So let's start with offense.
4: Go around the table.
0: I'm gonna go with D plus.
4: F. F.
0: F minus. D plus.
5: Jerk. I'm
4: gonna give it a, a D. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna change mine from F to F plus just because Nick Chubb's the man.
0: <laughs> okay. Sure. So
4: the only reason though.
0: All right. So how about defense? I'm going to go F-minus. F. F. F.
5: Wait, this is the Browns defense. Right? Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the,
4: this is an F-minus. F, F-.
5: that actually helped us. I, was, I, was I would say, say a
7: solid C-. C-minus because they I'm have gonna those
6: gonna turnovers.
4: They, well, yeah, that's true. They have been keeping us in bad games, but uh, I don't know. It's if just it like, wasn't
7: for the defense, that would have been a blowout. Th- they they, they th- still
8: th- stay. Th- they're not going to repeat that performance. And we, we real got here. The defensive player of the year. Let's be generous and give him a D+. Plus. <laughs> I, I'm just saying for my I'm okay grade, to compromise For to my D grade,
4: plus. I'm going with a C. Please. I'm oh. still going with F. Yeah, I'm go- for the defense, F minus. Sure. C. Uh, I'm going low, too, because of my expectations were so high for them. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. It, it, not, not, like, astronomically high. I didn't think we were going to be the best defense in the league by any stretch, but I thought we had some really solid players on that side of the ball that were going to, you know, make some plays. And, I don't know, it's just, like, it's just been a terrible unit.
3: I was hoping for them to settle in somewhere in middle of the road defensively. Mm. I thought that was a realistic expectation. Yeah, they are still a bottom five defense. They are absolutely terrible.
4: Yeah, it's kind of unbelievable and when you look at when you look at it on paper too. It's like on paper the defense isn't bad. You know that's, it's, it's not that's There's why they play the games though. I know, but they that, have that's nice where pieces. That's what my point is, is like it, this to me the defense is it's it's a coaching thing. And some some
3: of the, the pieces on paper, sure. I mean yeah. uh, their defensive line outside of Garrett
6: is terrible.
0: Yeah, that's yeah.
4: that's one hundred percent true.
0: They never they shouldn't have let Olivier Vernon walk, they mm-hmm. shouldn't have let um Sheldon Richardson walk.
4: That's no. a
7: spart- that's a spot though really specifically where I was talking about the, the lack of adjustments. Yeah. Yeah.
4: There, there's another thing that teams are adjusting on though. Like the, Miles Garrett has proven that he's human. He's not the best run stopper in the league.
3: He's 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 a terrible run defender.
4: Yeah, he's and teams yeah. teams have learned that about him, and they're starting to run like design plays towards Garrett, knowing exactly. That he, and and it's like. When your best player on the, on the team is being exploited, that really speaks volumes about how bad the unit is as a whole. Yeah,
8: uh, speaking of Miles Garrett, and, I, and I've said this many times on, on various platforms, he's not a LeBron James. And that might not really make sense, but just explaining it, basically with his position, he can't affect every play, especially like you said, he's not mm. exactly a run stopper. Right. So sure, he's going to get his sack a game, or a little bit more than a sack game, or mm-hmm. whatnot. But that's one play. Yeah, And there's a whole football game that is played. So what I don't really like about how fans just adore Miles Garrett, is that he can only do so much. Yeah. and It's not like he plays quarterback like Baker, right, or even a wide receiver running back that have the ball in their hands a lot. I just feel like he can only do so much.
4: Uh, yeah, that's a good point.
8: Yeah, I think a major difference would between... Would you
5: compare Miles to Bruce Smith?
4: No. no. Anyway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I think a major difference between last year and this year with Miles Garrett as far as his performance, yes, he's obviously doing much better in the sack department. Yeah. Sacks are nice. They're great. Mm-hmm. He's not causing turnovers at the rate that he did last year. No, he's and not. That was the difference in so many games last year is that it would just be a Miles... Garrett strip sack, mm-hmm. then the Browns get the ball to other team's like thirty yard line, and they'd be able to convert that into points. Yeah. I mean, even though if they're getting the ball wherever they are, I mean, we saw it on Sunday, doesn't matter where they got the ball, they weren't getting any points. Yeah. But my issue is game changing plays were like almost a weekly occurrence, and they're just not happening.
7: My issue with expecting Miles Garrett uh, to save this team is is the exact same thing you're already saying. I just want to echo that. Um, yeah, he can't. He can't win a game. You know, no. Miles Garrett can make his own stats look good, and he's going to continue to have good stats, and he's going to continue to look like a good player, mm-hmm. uh, but he can do that without winning a game. He can do that without helping. Like, the rest of the team can look horrible mm-hmm. and still Miles Garrett look good. I yeah. think you
0: make a good point when you said people should stop comparing Miles Garrett to LeBron James, in that when you look at basketball, there's only five players on the court per team. Mm-hmm. So there's more room for one player to make an, a big impact like that. Mm. Whereas, on a football field, there's 11 players. It's One player isn't necessarily going to make a difference unless you're somebody like... A Tom Brady or a Peyton Manning Somebody like
7: that yeah. Miles well, reminds me of like when you go back to those seasons Where we were horrible, 0-16, 0-1 And you maybe had that one player That was somewhat decent So yeah. you hung all your hopes on that one guy
4: that's my Josh opinion. Cribbs,
7: you know, or, or many others But mm-hmm, th- yeah. that's who I compare him to uh, if, if you're player. going no, into, that,
3: into that area There's a couple of players I think off the top of my head uh, You know, you look at Duke Johnson You look at a guy that's currently on the team now David Njoku, he stinks uh, Joe Showbert Joe Schobert was fine But he wasn't really good uh, Demarius Randall Is another one You know it's just guys TJ Ward TJ Ward was better Than those guys Who's the he guy Who great.
7: went to uh, I can't think of Off the top of my head But the, the defense player We traded to uh, Pittsburgh uh, Joe Hayden Joe Hayden That's yeah. yeah another defensive yeah. That, that was a star But it was Nobody else was good So it didn't matter
8: Yeah I, uh, I absolutely feel like A defense is a Complete unit It takes all 11 guys Kind of like what Josh was saying And here's a question. Speaking of Miles Garrett and this Baltimore game, were you guys cool with what he did after the Lamar Jackson touchdown where he kind of went up to him and and dabbed him up? Because like it or hate it, that was talked about by by everyone, Mm -hmm. and people noticed it. So even if you think, oh, it's a cool sportsmanship thing or whatnot, it was talked about. So I just want your opinions on that. So with that, it's like –
0: That was an amazing play by Lamar. I'm not going to take it away from him. But at the same time, I said this to end the segment last week, and I'll say it again here, and I'm sure one of you guys will probably rip me up one side and down the other, but I'll still say it anyway. For me, Cleveland-Baltimore is a bigger rivalry at this moment than cleveland Pittsburgh.
5: Yes, stop thank that,
6: you. Stop that. Stop that. Yeah.
0: The, br-
5: the
6: Ravens stop.
0: were the Browns no. at one point.
6: Stop. It doesn't matter. matter. I'm just doesn't saying. Doesn't at at Never oh. will be. I'm, I'm not
0: saying not. historically. I'm Ray talking Lewis about. Been right. been it's, still it's, not. Still
4: not. it's still not. It's still not.
0: But both teams. Be gone.
3: And and hold on. Hold on. Jamal Lewis
5: would have been on our team.
3: Chirk, stop it. Both teams Jamal could Lewis be 0-7 going into week eight. And the Steelers-Browns game is the most important game on the season. on the
0: schedule. Historically, I would agree with you. It doesn't matter.
3: Right. Always. From right. now to the end of time, always. And as far as your question was, who cares? That's the real answer is who cares? It's a nothing. It's nothing. Uh, it's nothing.
4: Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with it because just because it's like when, when you look at what the media does to some players, and uh, a guy like Miles Garrett, when you look at the situation that occurred with Pittsburgh, with him and the helmet and that whole thing, it's like, okay, well, now yeah, that's you're going to. Yeah, that's something real, you know, and, and you're attacking a, a guy like for doing something like that. And then he tries to, you know, reestablish his image because Miles Garrett, it's all, by all accounts, is a good guy. You yeah. know, yeah. he made a mistake, and now it's like he shows some sportsmanship, and, and and then all of a sudden it's oh well now he's he doesn't care about winning. You know, and it's just like what what can you do to make anybody happy? At it's that just point? moving it's, the goalposts. Yeah, you're moving. You're constantly moving the goalposts, and I, and that's why like I I have a whole problem with that like like you said, it was talked about. Everybody was talking about it. And it's like, man, like just let these guys live a little. You know what I mean? It's like not every single thing has to be blown up into like this yeah. big just Right.
7: Just to answer like your question though, Brian, what can they do? They can win. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. would change everything.
8: everything. yep, Yeah. everything. Yeah. What about and just time? to Just to quickly uh, give my own opinion to my own question. I agree with what all of you said. And, and I, I just feel like was it a big deal? No, not at all. But was it something that I would prefer him to not do? Yes, because, A, it wouldn't be talked about, and, B, because, uh, you know, you don't necessarily want to be high-fiving and
6: you know, praising
8: the chill opponent. Him with the other team, especially a rival, like Josh said. Yeah. Mm. But, right, so again, just not a big deal. So, real quick, we're uh, we're getting running out of time here. Real quick, just uh, everyone say they're
3: great for special teams. C. F. D. C minus. D. Jerk.
5: I'll give it a a C
3: minus.
4: Coaching staff.
0: D minus.
3: D plus. D. D minus. D. Jerk. I'll give it a D.
4: Even jerk.
3: Overall team grade. D. F.
4: F, because of expectations.
3: D minus again. D minus. Jerk. I'll give him a C. Okay. I mean, I just, I look at this team, they're a complete failure.
4: Yeah, no uh, I mean.
3: Uh, I mean,
5: it's still game, not the end of the season
3: yet. It, jerk, they're 6-6. They're and two and a half games back in the division. They hold zero tiebreakers against every season. Two and a half se- games, I mean, that means that they just there's need to five, win. People? There's five games left, Chirk. This isn't like there's ten games. Like there's five games. There let's and say and they go three and
4: two, let Let's which will be very tough to do. Let's say they go three and two. Yes, do they make they it? You know? No, they don't. They don't because the tiebreakers. The, they would not
3: win the division. They hold zero tiebreakers over every team ahead of them. Yep. So they are up against it. The season
4: is over. Yep, mail it in. Yeah. It is yeah. over. Unless they get real hot and somehow win out, they're done. Yeah, and, which and, they're and not which happen. If they it's win four
7: out of the next... I mean, where are even the percent- okay, percentages so
4: on that? It's like nine yeah. percent now. Okay, let's say they do win four out of five. That's still you know, not enough. It's still gonna be very, very tight. Even if like, they
3: went five and oh down the stretch.
4: It's gonna be rough. They yeah.
3: probably still don't make it.
4: We need a lot what? of people to lose. And 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 unless win they five, win the division. Going you know.
3: to go eleven to and, and eleven and six is not good enough to make it. We it's need not. people to lose.
4: Going
0: to the what you love to look at, which is Vegas, mm. the the odds are not out for the remaining games, but I will bet you that the Browns will not be favored in any of their remaining games.
3: They probably won't. They have the second hardest schedule remaining of any other team. Yeah. And so that's not going to do them any favors. But with that, we had to head to a break. We come back. Baseball is heating up and coming to a close.
5: Still Super Bowl. Super Bowl? <laughs>
1: this is the sound of a flat screen television hurled off a building. Now, the new bike your kid wants. These are the things you could have all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Use Energy Star light bulbs and appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at EnergySavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council.
2: Hello, and welcome to today's lottery drawing. Good luck. And here's today's winning numbers. First one up, it's not yours. Second
1: one, not yours. And another number that's not yours. Okay, this is one number that's yours. It's a five, but you don't get any money for that.
2: And the final number is not yours.
1: Yep, so chances are you're not going to hit the lottery anytime soon. Don't get us wrong. The lottery can be fun every now and then. Just please don't rely on it for your future savings. How about this? Brew your own coffee at home instead of buying that latte every day. Brown bag it to work instead of ordering in. Ride your bike instead of buying all that gas. These changes alone can save you thousands a year. Thousands. Small changes today, big bucks tomorrow. Feed that piggy bank. Go to feedthepig.org for more free ideas on how to save.
2: Feedthepig.org.
1: This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. 7,000 high school students drop out every school day. If you stack their desks one atop the other, it's a pile more than 17,000 feet high. That's 12 Empire State Buildings. But what's truly scary is that another stack is going up tomorrow. We can keep students in school. Visit boostup.org and take the first step. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council.
3: All right, we are back, and uh, we're talking baseball. And uh, let's just preface this with the honestly the big story that's you know about today. Mm. In in nine and a half hours, there's going to be a lockout in baseball. Yeah. Pretty much,
7: it's inevitable at this point. It's pretty much guaranteed. To Explain happen. it to me because I didn't know. I, I'm so tuned out on baseball. All right, right so now.
3: the the collective bargaining agreement between Major League Baseball and the Players Association expires at 11:59. They have not agreed to a new one, and so mm-hmm. because of that. Everything as far as signings, signings, players tr- getting traded, any type of roster moves freezes. Complete right. work. Is so oh, complete work stoppage. So we're gonna have what was that? Another lockout? It's gonna Eight? be a, a lockout for baseball.
4: Yeah. 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 Do you think it's going to be settled by spring training? No.
3: It's gonna mess up MLB the show. And No one won't mess up the video game.
4: Yeah, the video I, game will be fine.
3: But the, the rosters aren't going to be correct. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, those can be updated. Those though. can be updated yeah. in three seconds, though. Right. But there's going to be a lockout, and the, because of this lockout, we've seen a, a flurry of moves. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. If you had to pick a team that has won free agency, I know winning free agency is never like the end all be all. Which team won free agency, in your opinion? Nuts. I'm actually going to go
0: with the Tigers.
4: Tigers. I have no clue. I'm going Mets. Mets. Yeah.
0: Mets are a close second for me, but for some reason, I love Javi Baez with the Tigers.
4: Mm.
3: So you're you're taking Javi Baez in middle of the road, Eduardo Rodriguez over Max Scherzer starting Marte, Mark Canna.
0: Those are nice pieces on paper, but the Mets have had a tendency of, oh, look at us, we have all this hoopla and all
3: that. And then they do nothing.
0: Right, is, but the question... This is
3: the first time this has ever happened. Calm down. <laughs> Uncle, <laughs> yeah, Uncle Stevie bought the team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Decided, this is you the know f- what? first I'm, time. I'm going to show you guys what the richest owner of baseball is, okay? Yeah. He, he bought the Pointing Man statue. He's got sharks and formaldehyde. He's yeah. going to be like, you know what? I'm spending on baseball players now.
4: Yeah.
0: So, Dang. I'm just going to... That's why I'm not ready to say it's the Mets. I want to... It's nice on paper, but let me see it first. Mm. I'm a I'm in a holding pattern with that.
8: Okay. Zach? I gotta say the Mets as well and just kinda to refute what my buddy Josh just said, the question was who won Free Agency. Free agency, not yeah. what it's going to be like. So what what or what, what did it look like right games. now? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right. Yeah. Without
7: knowing how it's played, how does it look? Right, right. If That's it looks, true. It looks
3: pretty good for the Mets. So the only other real team you could really Argues the strange Texas Rangers moves. Yeah, I mean they spent half a billion dollars over the weekend.
4: Yeah, unreal! It's just unbelievable <laughs> the amount of money that they threw at those guys. They,
3: they signed two guys that play shortstop, Marcus yeah. Simeon and Corey Seager. Right. They also added Cole Calhoun. Mm-hmm. And uh, they signed somebody else. I can't remember who it was. John Gray. Thank you. What about the moves? I don't know why he went to somewhere else where he's going to get teed off on, but that's his that's his business, not mine. What about yeah. the
0: moves by the Seattle Mariners
3: though? What did they do? They they, uh, they got what Adam Frazier.
0: Yeah, they got, and they signed the reigning Cy Young winner, Robbie Ray. Oh
3: man, if there's a guy that's destined to fall off a cliff, it's that guy.
0: Do you think that these moves? So we were just talking about the Rangers and the, uh yes. the Mariners. Yeah. So do you think that these moves are enough for them to somehow catch the Astros in the AL West?
3: They're, they're not really uh, as far as I don't know what the Mariners are doing because you know Jerry Depoto is a, a wild card you never know yeah. what he's going to do that guy <laughs> if that guy can get involved in a trade he doesn't yeah okay, that's what Jerry Depoto does but uh, as far as the Rangers go they're not concerned about catching them on the short term these are long term yeah that's why they signed them to deals that are so long mm-hmm. it's about having stability in place
4: no they said
0: I didn't specify when they would catch the Astros. I just said do you think that these moves are enough for them to catch the map? Astros.
3: I mean, this, it's a long-term thing for the Rangers. So mm-hmm. the, the, what I compare it to is back in the day when the Tigers went and they overpaid for Pudge Rodriguez. Yeah. Okay, they needed a stability guy, a guy there to be like, that guy's going to be here for when we get good. We suck right now, mm-hmm. but when we get good, he's still going to be here because we're going to have him under contract.
7: Right. That's
4: what
3: the style of these moves are.
7: I'm sitting here looking at all the off-season moves that happened, and uh, we
4: lost Roberto for us too to free agency.
7: Definitely what? the Mets, I gotta say. Now it's the Mets, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean Starling Marte, a few others. Definitely the Mets.
3: Meet the Mets.
6: Yeah.
7: And one Meet other interesting Mets. thing you notice there is Corey Kluber going to Tampa Bay, one year, eight million. The Indians looked like they were pretty smart when they let him go, right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
3: They won that trade when they sent him to Texas. Um, as far as uh, the immediate returns on it were terrible, let's yeah. be honest here, because Emmanuel Clase got hurt, then he got popped for PEDs. But he's one of the best relievers in baseball right
7: now. Yeah, and there was obviously if we held on to Kluber, it was just going to be injuries after injuries. And I mean,
3: he was he was all right with the Yankees last year, threw a no hitter. But him going to Tampa, I think, is a great fit for him. He's only going to have to pitch five innings if that the yeah. game, right? And That's then true. they can just turned over to the, their. I guess, non-stop pitching factory of a bullpen. It's for the most part, once a
7: player leaves one of my home teams, I don't care anymore. Kluber's one of those mm-hmm. few guys that, for whatever reason, I still have some uh, yeah. stake in him. So, well, what's uh,
4: the what's the answer at catcher for the, the Guardians moving forward? I don't Roberto know. With Roberto Perez going to Pittsburgh.
3: So, uh, starting catcher, Austin Hedges. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, just, just uh, so everyone knows, uh, they have made zero major league additions to the roster so right. far. Right. Heading up against the lockout, so not a great look for them, especially when they're going through a name change, a rebrand, and trying to sell merchandise and sell off a new name
4: Ownership to doesn't a fan care base. about winning. No, the Dolans just and flat after, out don't
3: care. And this comes after they said they would spend money. Guess yeah. what they have done? Nothing. They signed right. Sandy Leone to a minor league deal, so backup catcher, Sandy Leone. Yeah.
6: Yay.
4: Yay! Not. God <laughs> oh, dang. Yeah, uh, it's embarrassing. I just don't get it. I, I wish that, like... Like, I'm pretty excited about uh, the Penguins being purchased by the Fenway Group, and, like, I just wish something would happen like that for the, for the Guardians moving forward because, like, it, there, our ownership, as it stands right now, is not interested in, in bringing a World Series to Cleveland, in my well, opinion.
8: Just the one good thing that the Guardians, Indians, whatever you want to call them, did <laughs> is they were able to make that deal with the city of Cleveland in, in regards to the mm. the ballpark for fifteen years and and what not. To me that just speaks because about how they're more worried about money issues. Than winning yeah, yeah. than winning. And, well it's just just if you think about the Browns and the horrific move to Baltimore that pained everybody, that's not going to happen now, and well, I was afraid that could still be a possibility.
4: Isn't it still technically a possibility? Technically, but... Because I, I, I don't, don't think the state's it approved so. it yet. So yeah, but I feel so like after
7: the city passed it through, it'll probably... I mean it's, just,
3: it's another, just one more obstacle Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be like, yep, locked in, they're here for 15 years, just one more step
4: before right. we're
3: there. We're... Most of the way
4: there. At least it's a step in the right
6: direction. Yeah, yeah. Like, but
7: it's sure. hard to get too excited about it. I guess what my point being, like, yeah, it's great that they're staying here; they're not leaving. I would be really sad if they left. Yeah, but it's hard to get real excited about it when they're not making any
6: moves. So uh, right. they're, they're doing they're
4: great. Yeah, and uh, then when you let a guy like Roberto walk, you know, it's. Just, I mean, they were they were never
3: going to pay him. He's a nice guy. He's a great defensive catcher. Yeah, but man, he is a liability
4: in the play. Other than yeah, he, yeah, but <laughs> Austin Hedges is worse than him. He's Other
0: a, than Jose.
4: <laughs> yeah, he's a lot cheaper, though. That's Other
6: true. than
0: Jose Ramirez, who is there on this team?
3: Mm. Uh, you can look at Framiel Reyes. Yeah. You look at uh, Ahmed Rosario. Uh, Miles Straw. Straw. Miles yeah. Straw, big Miles Straw guy.
4: Yeah, uh, me too. I like Miles Straw. That can't was a nice. P-
3: forget about Josh Naylor, who's coming back from his horrific oh, leg injury. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. Never, we
4: don't know what he's going to look like coming back from that, but. Fingers crossed Because he was really Really putting together Like he was putting together Some really good games Right before that injury And it was a huge bummer
3: and uh, I don't know who starts at second base on uh, mm-hmm. opening day. It's probably going to be either, like, Andre Jimenez or one of the other thousand middle infielders they have. Yeah. Uh, first base is also a question mark because mm. uh, I, I am not a Bobby Bradley guy. I think he's No,
4: nothing. no. It, he's a designated he's, hitter, I think. He got of off to a of hot start, and he's kind of lived off of that, you know. He, he he came into the big leagues and got off to a real hot start and then just lived off of that, you know. it's Yeah. And people just keep thinking that he, like, they keep waiting for him to go back to that, and it's like that's just not that's not sustainable in baseball. Like
3: Modern-day Russell Brannan is what he is. He's, he's that's actually hit, a
4: really, really good comparison. That?
3: He's going to hit about 220. He's going to give you about 25 home runs and strike out 250. Yeah, runs. now yeah.
4: that you bring
0: that name up, it totally makes sense. Yeah.
3: That's what he is. I mean, sure, that, that lives, and you can do something with that, but if you have a whole bunch of guys on your roster like that like they've had, yeah, it sucks.
4: He was the guy that we were supposed to be really excited about, you know, like they the whole they're really pushing him as being a guy, you know, I mean, and it just didn't pan out that way for him. You
3: look at other options internally, who you going to turn to? Yu Chang, Yu Chang stinks.
4: Yeah, terrible. I
0: mean, it's when you look at it, like look at what the Atlanta Braves did. They lost their best player. Did they sit on their morals? No. They went out, they acquired Jack Peterson. They got a bunch of other dudes. Jorge Soler, they got Eddie Rosario, and they ended up putting it all together, and they won the World Series.
6: Mm.
4: I believe the phrase you were looking for was, rest on their laurels. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the phrase I was looking for. Thank you. <laughs> You're well you welcome. And I, I've said it before. You I'll said say morals. It. Morals with an M. <laughs>
3: I've said it before. I'll say it again. Um, as ridiculous as it sounds, Ronald Acuna Jr. was the best thing to happen to the Braves this past. Yeah. Getting hurt was the best thing to happen to them. Um, mm-hmm.
4: Because they would not have addressed their outfield positions. Yeah, that was b- bizarre how well it worked out for that right organization. But, but the reason
0: I'm bringing that up is because like the Braves, when that did happen, they went out and said, "Okay, we're not resting on our laurels." There you go. go. We're not morals. There you okay, go. Just buy me some coke. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Sorry, sorry, the Jinx machine is out of order. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so now you had to pay me a quarter. Sorry.
6: Oh goodness.
0: <laughs> But still, like, why can't the Guardians do the same thing?
8: Well, I'll I'll just say that are we surprised that the Guardians aren't spending money? I mean, just look at the history with this ownership. Right. I'm never surprised. It's not a uh, surprise at all.
0: We shouldn't be anymore.
4: God, I wish they would sell.
3: I mean, I I look at it. I'm not necessarily surprised, but it's it's a really bad look when, you know, they could have got some goodwill from the fan base, being like, hey, look. We said we're going to spend money, or we're going to spend some money. We want to get some you know, some actual players on the team, not minor league deal for Carlos Gonzalez or Hanley Ramirez. I but was shocked
4: when they came out and said they were going to spend some money, and then uh, they haven't.
3: So. Th- the fact yeah. they haven't isn't surprising. It's just right. the, the fact that they said they were going to.
6: It was you're shocking, gu- yeah. If
3: you're a Guardians fan, I think the only
7: thing you can hope for at this point is for them to sell to somebody who's going to keep them in Cleveland and actually spend
3: some money. Yep. Yep. I, I think the only real way that they're gonna you're seeing an infusion of talent in this team is you know, gonna be trades. Mm-hmm. And I, I think one team that we already mentioned in this section here is prime trade candidate, trade partner for the Guardians is the Mets. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. They got Marcana, they added uh, Eduardo Escobar as well. They have an excess of guys, JD Davis, Dom Smith, Jeff McNeil. No one's gonna take Robinson Cano, so they're stuck with him. Yeah, but that- a bad uh, situation you know another guy, uh, contract like uh, Brandon Nimmo is another guy that mm-hmm. they could look at. You look at those type of players.
4: Yeah, there's some, pi- there's some players on the table there that, that are going to get grabbed up by somebody. They're right. Tr-
3: they're controllable. They're yeah. not expensive. Right. It's right up their alley, honestly. Yeah. As far as free something. agents go, not, I mean, I'd love to see them sign like Kyle Schwarber, but it's not going to Yeah. I mean,
4: just think about how bad attendance is
3: going to be it's always bad.
4: Yeah, it's always bad, but it's <laughs> even worse. Yeah, What's even, cr- even worse. What's well, crazy? There are a
8: lot of people, real quick, there are a lot of people that will not attend games because of the name change. That's and crazy. Maybe that's being stubborn on their part. Yeah. But I, I think that's definitely a factor. And the attendance was already bad, like you said. Yeah. Right,
0: you can't dismiss that. And I'll just make this final point before we go to commercial land. Whenever you look at Progressive Field, the first two like tiers always seem to have some fans. Some games have bigger crowds than others, but that top tier, like I don't. When I go to games, I look around. and I'm like, I don't see anybody. But jerk, take us to commercial land.
1: You might know me on Fifty Cent. You may follow my tweets, my Facebook friends. Odds are fewer than six degrees separate us. We're that close. What's crazy is one in six don't know where their next meal is coming from. These are your co-workers, your neighbors, your friends. Hunger's too close for us to ignore. So visit feedingamerica.org slash hunger and find your local food bank to see how you can make a difference. From one close friend to another, let's do this. I'm 50 Cent, and together we are Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council.
2: Right now, nearly 30% of U.S. students aren't finishing high school. In many places, it's even higher than that and fixing it is a responsibility that we all share. This is President Obama, and I urge everyone to take responsibility for encouraging the high school students in your communities, to support them, challenge them, and do whatever it takes to help them make it through.
7: Do your part by going to boostup.org and giving a student the boost
3: that's needed to make it to graduation. A message from the U.S. Army and the Ad Council.
1: You and your family are connected by routine, and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, be ready, get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Learn how at www.ready.gov Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council.
7: We feel a lot like Rod Dangerfield, because Cleveland gets no respect. Oh well. Welcome back to So What's the Catch?
5: Is Cleveland getting some respect?
7: Oh. Wait, we're already back? Oh. Shirk, sure, we went to commercials for one minute.
6: <laughs> <Do we> have-
3: <laughs> no, it's it's fine. We'll just we'll, we'll go now. Well, all right,
6: the all first
3: chirking right. of the show. It's not the first chirp we've had.
6: in a Yeah, month. I Is guess this, we're already. We went off
5: at forty-two. It's forty-five now. We There's went no off no at 43. No that was three minutes.
7: That was, that was the was shortest
5: commercial break of all time. That was I'm three being serious, That <laughs> was
3: three minutes. All right, that. well,
0: we're back already. So, we are talking Cavs. They have won two straight games. They are eleven and ten on the season. Come on. And now tonight, they go to their house of horrors. Um, <laughs> Ameri- it's now FTX Arena, formerly known as American Airlines Arena, down in Miami, Florida. The Cavs have lost 20 straight games in Miami. Let me say that again. 20. 2-0.
6: Mm, mm,
4: mm. Well, we're due. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I guess that's one way to play it. We are super due. But...
7: C, C, uh, Chetty Osmond and uh, Church's guy, the real D. Wade, are both going to be unavailable tonight. Yep. <laughs>
4: oh, man. What are we going to do without Dean Wade? Oh, no. This is, uh, oh,
6: this no. is a good Cavs team, though.
4: Yeah, we are good. I I just looked this up. We're eighth
0: in the Eastern Conference, so we wow. would not be in the actual playoffs if the season ended today. If the season, we would be in that, like, play-in tournament, which, by the end of November, I was not expecting the Cavs to be Eighth and in that position, and I think December is going to be their hardest month on the season. And if they're able to get through this and be above five hundred,
4: they won't. But
5: I think I think more than half the, the season is going to be the hardest time for the Cavs. So
3: here's the thing: is uh, I, I, I've noticed you're doing this. I see a lot of people do this on the internet and Twitter as well. They're overreacting to the early NBA season. Mm-hmm. Okay, the NBA season really doesn't begin. Until after Christmas, you shouldn't be paying attention to anything standings wise until after the Super Bowl. True. It's a
4: fair uh, point. Just, yeah.
8: Just one point. Has there ever been a sh- a streak as long as twenty games that a team has lost on the road to? I'm not sure. That's like, got ju- yeah. to I That's I That's gotta be up there. Yeah. That's a good question.
4: That's got to be up there. Because one of the that is streaks. just when
8: you think about it. That it's just, That's just. No years. matter <laughs> whom it is. Like this is the NBA. These are. NBA teams competing right. against each other That should never happen Right. And then just, just to add on to that uh, Josh you said The Cavs are good I would like to say what is your definition of good Because I would say they're more of an Average team So I think
0: before the season Most of us I I was went out on a limb A little bit by project, Predicting for them to win 30 games I didn't go over. I didn't want to go under, so I said right at 30. But I think most of the media and many other fans were saying, okay, this team's not that great on paper, so they're going to win anywhere between 20 to maybe 25 games. And they're already 14 games, like, away from being at that point. That makes them an improved team, though. Yeah, that makes them an improved team. and. But, because of where they finished last year, which was not very good, to already be at eleven wins at this point, and I get it the it t- might be a little early to look at standings, but foo to you
7: <laughs> on Josh's side, I would definitely rather have an eleven and ten start, yeah,
4: then you know, yeah versus yeah.
7: something else like a four and sixteen or something yeah but of course,
4: of course.
5: Uh, <clears throat> And, James, I remember when you were saying how Sexton out for the year was. You said it was like a – There's
3: a blessing in disguise. Am it was, I right?
5: It it was yes, be you are kit. right. Uh, it subtraction,
3: be. right?
4: Yeah. Uh, it's I,
3: addition I, by subtraction. I don't think Colin Sexton's a, a good basketball player. And as far as this team goes, I don't think they're good. I think they're kind of average right mm-hmm. now. Okay, Comparing them to last year, they're only one game better in the win-loss department than they were last year. And then they fell off a cliff. Oh. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm waiting – until make like some actual good judgments to say they're definitively good, definitively bad. Still until be on
5: that tenth seat.
3: Until wait late, later in the season. Yeah. Because I've seen uh, them play very poorly at times. I've seen them play very good at mm-hmm. times. Okay. Yeah. But they were ten and eleven after twenty one games last year. They're eleven and ten this year. Let uh, me. I'm a- not going to be act like they're leaps and bounds better than they were that's last a, year. That's a really good point. Yeah, Only yeah one but let game me. Difference ind- is le- shocking.
0: Right. So I'll give you that. But let me address something. If you look at that four-game homestand we just had Golden State, Brooklyn, Phoenix, Orlando. Yes, we only went one and three on that homestand. But when we played the Warriors, we were hanging with Golden State for about three and a half quarters. Five and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. We had a twenty-two to nine lead on on Steph Curry and the Warriors. Okay? And then we only lost by four to James Harden and Kevin Durant. And then we took Phoenix right to the wire. And you saw what Phoenix was last night. They're now on a 17-game winning streak. So I think that, that in itself is an improvement. They're not getting blown out by these quote-unquote superpowers in the NBA. I think Cavs teams in the past would have gotten absolutely destroyed by Golden State, Brooklyn, Phoenix... They probably would have even lost to Orlando. So for them to be hanging right with Golden State, where their depth or lack of depth caught up to them, to be only losing by four to Brooklyn, to be right there with Phoenix, the defending Western Conference champion, that in itself is giving me good,
4: positive vibes. Right, but the one thing you said was lack of depth. And that's not just an issue in that one game. That's going to be an issue for the entire season, you know, and that's, that's going to catch up to them sooner than later. Well, not as much now because
0: when you look at that Golden State game, we had Jared Allen out, we had Lowry Markman out, Kevin Love had just come back, okay. Lamar yeah. Stevens was injured. I don't think Chetty Osman played in that game. We're now get Evan Mobley was out. Yeah, Mobley we're was out. getting, now we're getting these guys back. So, you I want it So in that sense Again And just imagine Who we're going to get Throughout
3: the season too There you go So here's the thing You're talking about That Warriors game Okay You're, You're glossing over A very important fact In that game
0: Steph Curry was off
3: No The fourth quarter do you know how badly the Cavs were scored in that I fourth quarter?
0: Yes, I know. We only got eight points that quarter. 36
3: I to 8. That's terrible. Okay. That is
4: terrible. That's that terrible. is
3: atrocious. They only made two field goals in the fourth quarter. Okay. so
4: Two field goals in the entire quarter? Two field goals. That's goals. so bad. The other that's four points so
3: came on free throws. Look, I... My okay. goodness. So, that's... While that game seemed Whew. somewhat competitive for most of it, that is just a huge glaring, like, they are missing a lot, and they're not quite up to par to be even really competing on a regular basis with good teams, okay, is that 36-8 to differential in the fourth, and that lost and the Warriors. everyone was injured that game,
0: too. Yeah, it, again, I know I said this earlier, when with inju- you can't use injuries as an excuse, but for that Golden State game in particular, if you have to ride your starters for 40 minutes, they're going to get worn out and they're not going to be able to produce for you as much. I know I'm sounding like a Cavs homer, but I, th- I'm looking at all this kind of from the outside
7: because the only time I ever got into the Cavs was when LeBron was hot. I was a bandwagon fan with the Cavs, 100% honest. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm a lifer with the Browns and the, and the Guardians, but mm-hmm. I just never really got into the Cavs like that. So just looking at this from the outside and not being a basketball guy, I can tell just from like what I have seen, that James and, and Brian are kind of right in the sense that there's so many teams that will have good starts and then crash, eh? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, just I, I don't know. I don't see this as a team that's sustainable, and you do kind of sound just a little, just a little like a homer right I, now. I, Dude, I can't I
0: help it. That, I, c- yeah. I cannot help the but sound like a homer because the Cleveland Cavaliers, yeah, I, like, I love the Browns and I love the Guardians, but the Cleveland Cavaliers, I can't even deny this, they are my all time favorite team, so I will pull for them every like day and night. And I
3: I'm can't like that. deny that. I'm like the that Cavs, with the Browns. Think, What's up, Shark?
0: No, I was about to say
5: I think the Cavs could still make like a low end mediocre playoff spot. Possibly probably get first round and out, but I think they could do it.
3: I, I have a I have a real hard time seeing that.
5: Why I agree. do you have I a really real?
3: do. Um I think uh, while Lowry Markkinen has rebounded from his atrocious start, he is definitely going to fall back to reality and shoot under yeah. 30% from three. And he's he's not averaging a, 15 points per game. He's not a good player. Mm. He's not. I'm sorry. He isn't. Uh, Jared Allen's given you some very good production, but he is overachieving.
5: And, and what about the people we could get throughout the season? like? For uh, trade? Why are we
3: talking about adding players to this team? You still don't know what you have with most of the guys on this mm-hmm. team. Wait, this w- team's like a complete mess, and we're talking about adding guys. Wait, you sure. need to evaluate their roster first.
0: Terry, sure, let me address what you just said, because you're talking about adding players, so you're acting like we're going to be either buyers or sellers. But I mean, we could trade Lowry. But they should here- you should never signed him in the first place. <laughs> but here's the thing: what? Let's say when we get to the trade deadline, hypothetically, we're a five. We're above 500. we yeah. We're in playoff position. I don't want to be a seller and try and get draft picks with somebody like Ricky Rubio. If we can make the playoffs, that's a positive step. Because have you seen how bad the Cavs have been without LeBron? To make the playoffs without LeBron or like any Kay. superstar, that's a positive step. Can I tell you a secret?
3: You don't want this team to make the playoffs.
0: I disagree with you vehemently. You
3: want a lottery pick. Yeah. You want a lottery pick. You I want, agree. want a lottery pick. No, you I agree. If no. this team does not have enough talent, you want them to absolutely tank. You want them to trade Ricky Rubio for a draft pick. No. Nope. Yes, you do. No. You want them to trade the rest of their bench and get whatever you can because they are so far away from actually being contenders. You need more good young talent Thank on this
8: you. team. Thank you. Now you're just sounding like a hater. Are you, are you no, made, you let need let more lottery picks. They don't have you, enough talent. Are, are you basically say this?
5: saying if we go to the playoffs, it's like the magic going to the playoffs like a couple of years ago?
3: It's like when the Pistons made it. The last time the Pistons made it. Okay. Magic. Okay. Fine. <laughs> he's got, it, he's got to get there. I was only making my own comparison, but sure, go with yours. But they're not good enough. You don't yes. want them to make the playoffs. You don't want them to make the play-in. You, you want them to miss and get a lottery pick.
0: You are wrong on I that mean, one. Can Wizards, I just say the
5: Wizards and, and went to the play-in and they got
6: a pick? Zach, I, I just, I just want to add pick. this.
8: In this NBA, you need a superstar if you want to. Intend. It's not like football, where it could be like a a team core sort of thing. These Cavaliers, like you've been saying, are just not good enough. They don't have that superstar. And while they've had flash, they've had flashes where they've looked good. They've won some games. And I know Josh loves the Cavs, and and I can't blame him for being a little excited. But yeah, they're they're not going to be a uh, Team that can contend for a championship and I don't even think they can make the playoffs.
4: Yeah, I agree. I don't think they're going and to make the playoffs, and I, I think that missing the playoffs is the best possible thing that can happen to this nope. roster long term.
3: And we got to talk about the long term perspective. Yeah. Not now. Don't be don't be a prisoner of the moment. Yeah, you long-term know they're not gonna win a championship with this year.
4: I that. And with that. that.
5: <laughs> and with that, we gotta take it to commercial land, so I'll so Turk will be going berserk.
4: All right. All
5: right. Hour two when we come back. It's already getting weird to start off.
1: We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy. So we show them how. And we tell them with honest conversations that let them know what we expect. Not just one time, but every chance we get. That's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. Kids not only need to know the dangers and how to avoid them, They need to hear it often from you. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be taken without a prescription and never shared with friends or family. It's dangerous and illegal. So talk with your kids and guide them through the challenges of growing up safe and healthy. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov.
6: So All right,
2: crew, let's get her dug.
7: Honey, you want to give me a
0: hand? I'm planting that tree, remember?
2: No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban. communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this, make sure you do
5: this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Would you trade $10 to get
1: almost $10,000 in gift cards redeemable at hundreds of places around town? Of course you would. And how incredible would it be if a portion of that $10 was used to support some amazing nonprofits? Nonprofits like Awakening Angels, Beautiful Faces, Easter Seals, these nonprofits and more. You get to save money and nurture your community. Join us today at UniteThisCity.com and embrace what makes our community different.
3: Hour 2 on So What's the Catch is When Things Get Weird. Here on All Sports Clear. Rankings. It is hour two here on So What's the Catch, all sports Cleveland. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. It's hour two. We're getting weird. College Super football balls. playoff rankings. Not NFL talk, jerk. Sure. Come on.
0: Nope. Not at NFL yet. Talking college? Yes, we are talking college. And what we are going to do is, I know the actual playoff rankings got revealed last night, and we'll, we'll discuss that. But first I want to go through and... Give, like, our top four or top five, what, however many you want to do, and then we can compare them. Sound good?
7: I guess. I mean, I don't really want to do it, but I guess. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it, it, does anybody have anything that's, like, much different from what the actual rankings are? Let's just start there. I mean— Because if, if you have it the same as what the rankings are, then obviously there's no— I mean, no you to, know I do. I know. I think you might be the only one is my point. that oh. really has anything too different. Um, so why don't you start off, and then we can tell you whether or not we agree. So I have Georgia 1, Michigan 2, Oklahoma State 3, nope.
0: Cincinnati 4, Alabama 5, Notre Dame 6, and Ohio Who State 7. Who was your number
3: 3?
4: Oklahoma State.
0: Oklahoma State. Number 3? Okay, yes. So why do you have Alabama out of the top 4?
4: Right, that's the, the biggest problem. That makes that no just, sense to me. Yeah. Because they've looked
0: way too shaky the last couple games. If you are a top 4 team, you should blow out. Yes, Auburn is your biggest rival, but they have five losses on the season. You should go be able to blow out Auburn. It's to a that,
7: rivalry game. To that
0: point, though, the CFP
7: actually answered questions
0: about this yesterday
7: and said the reason that they jumped Alabama so high was because they felt like Alabama had way more quality wins than the teams that were, you know, Cincinnati or the mm-hmm. other teams. I agree. So it's still it comes down to those quality wins.
0: I'm yeah. not saying, like, move Cincinnati into the top three. I'm fine with them being at four. It's Oklahoma State where I have the biggest problem. Right. They should be in top three. But you, you think,
4: think so. Cincinnati is better than Bama, though? Like, that's you ins- really think that? That's insane. Cause Cause that's, that's, that's my main question. Yeah, that's is, where it you, lands with your rank. Because if you have Cincinnati at four and Bama at five, what you're saying is is that Cincinnati's a better team than Bama, and I don't think that you believe that. As, you? A,
0: as a, as based on again, this is me being prisoner of the moment. I'm not going to deny that. From what I've seen recently of both Cincinnati and Alabama, Alabama looked a little bit shaky to me. They've been in close games with LSU. They've been in close. They lost their close game to Texas A&M. They look very shaky against Arkansas. Cincinnati has looked explosive the past couple weeks. So for right now, just for this week, that's why I have Cincinnati ahead of Alabama. If Alabama goes out and beats Georgia in the SEC championship, yeah, I'll change my opinion. But for right now, yes, I have Cincinnati ahead of Alabama.
3: Can I tell you a secret, Josh? You know why they've looked shaky in your opinion or closer games? because they play in a real conference. They
4: play in the best conference in all of college football. They, yeah. they play against real teams. And rivalry games, you, you know that rivalry games always are, they're never going to be blowouts. Well, sometimes they are blowouts, but, but the chances of a, a a big spread game being close in a rivalry game are much higher than in a normal game. Alabama like Rivalry was, games are always closer than normal yeah, games. Yeah, okay. But
0: Alabama going into that game in the Iron Bowl was favored by 19.
3: Okay. Yeah. That's fine.
7: Mm-hmm. I, Alabama is not the same team we saw in the past couple of years. All right, they're not infallible, but they're still, in, in my mind, at least number three. Yeah, a three three
3: Alabama yeah. needs to prove it to me. Okay, it's, riddle me this, Batman. If Cincinnati and Alabama play, who wins?
6: Cincy.
4: My goodness, you guys. You guys. <laughs> it's so, it's real easy. This is so Alabama. You I think like it, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really easy. it's real You're Bama. way overthinking Yeah,
0: yeah sorry. I'll say it. Yeah, yeah. Alabama would win now. Let me
8: give, let no me one give my roots top for the four. I, I basically agree with how the rankings are. I, I just feel like because Cincinnati hasn't lost, I know it's different because of their conference and whatnot. It's hard to push them behind Alabama but like we just said if the two played I'm gonna go with Alabama Mm -hmm. for sure
4: yeah so I just want to see
0: Alabama prove it
4: okay so does anybody have uh in your top four a team that's not in the regular top four okay mine's Um, gonna be
7: the exact same as CFP right now yeah okay
4: okay so we're let's talk about First couple teams out. Who has? Who do you guys think has the best shot? That's on the outside looking in of, of getting into the top four. Easy, Oklahoma State. Well, you have them at three, so yeah, yeah <laughs> you already <laughs> have them there. Um, uh, Notre Dame. Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Yeah. Notre Dame. Yeah, I think Be,
3: because uh, they kind of they kind of screwed them this week. By the way, mm-hmm. just because their coach left, they're like, well, that goes against them, so we're taking we're not going to consider them. Yeah, the it does four. seem is like that they've been crazy though. Just yeah.
8: the, the coaches. CFP like, is like, weird, man.
3: Yeah. So, like, Brian Kelly leaves, like, oh, no, we're penalizing you because your coach left. Yeah. That's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, uh, I think I think Notre Dame, because they're idle, because they don't play in a conference, because they don't play in a championship game. They're
4: safe. They're yeah.
3: safe, and things can unfold in just the right chaotic manner. Yeah, and it's been,
4: a, it's been a year full of chaos, so that's, that's why I, I'm in the same boat. I think that Notre Dame does have the best shot of squeezing in. Um, and then I would say OK State behind them. Because you know. if they win, if they take care of business in the Big, Te- Big 12 title game and they look impressive, then there's going to be a good chance they're going to leave Cincinnati. So, yeah, okay, that's you pretty much just answered my question. My thought was
7: then if Cincinnati beats Houston this week mm-hmm. and everything else pretty much plays out as expected, you, you see I'm still being jumped. Cincinnati's yeah. going to lose that number four spot. It,
4: unless unless uh, OK State loses and... Well, no cuz I still think that no I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, I just this don't is a I don't one. think I don't think they're going to be there. I just I don't because I don't, I don't think they're one of the four best teams in the country. I don't think anybody really believes that. And for that reason if still part of me feels like they're throwing them a bone by even having them in right now, and it's like they know that that that's a fair point.
0: I'll give you that because
4: they know conference championship week is coming up, and like there's going to be some performances that are going to justify them leaping Cincinnati, and they can at least say, "Well, oh, we had them in there," you know. So,
0: does anybody actually think Alabama has a chance against Georgia in the SEC championship? One hundred percent. Why not? I think the only team that
7: has a chance, honestly. If I look at Georgia, I think the only team built to beat them is probably going to be
3: Alabama. I mean. Uh, I haven't doubted Nick Saban before, but well, I'm not going to start now.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I think there's a very real chance. And But if that happens... Both teams are getting in. They're both getting in, they're, yeah. I, can I tell
3: you a secret? Both are getting in regardless.
7: Yeah. No, probably. if
0: Alabama loses, they're not putting a two-loss team in there. Yes, so, they will.
3: Number four. They'll they
0: put might, them in number yeah.
3: four. No, that, that's, that's how Cincinnati gets bumped, my we, friend.
4: Oh, yeah. That's a good if point. Alabama... Oklahoma
3: State wins, Alabama loses, Oklahoma State... We'll go up to three. Alabama will be four. Cincinnati will be sitting outside the
4: right.
7: And mind you, I'm not saying I agree with any of this. It's just saying, as we've seen the CFP do what it does, mm-hmm. this is what happens.
8: Well, well, here's a question for you. Let's say Cincinnati doesn't lose and gets bumped. What's the backlash from people that say, well, wait a second, they didn't lose a game and they got bumped?
7: James has made a good point about this before, and that's it's going to result in expanded playoffs. Yep. It, this like is their that. reason to expand
8: the playoffs. Eight. Yeah.
3: And a, that's the plan. Is they're supposed to be expanding to twelve, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. But what what this is, they be like, "Don't worry, we got you taken care of in a couple of years. Don't yep. worry, don't yep. worry. That's all it is. That's, that's all." all this is. Because what
7: I was getting to is that yeah, I don't think Cincinnati ends up in the top four, but I think the CFP is going to have to answer some hard questions because of that. Yeah, and that's their answer. Right yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, it's going it, to be it's well. It's coming.
3: It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Don't worry. Yeah. But honestly, honestly, I almost want Cincinnati to make it, and here's why so we can end the conversation about teams like Cincinnati being relevant. Yeah, I am so right. tired. Yeah. Every been,
4: year there's an unbeaten team from a non-Power 5. It happens it, every year. This has been it going does. on
3: for almost 20 years now. Yep. Okay, Going back to the days of Boise State. Mm-hmm. and then
4: uh, Central Florida claiming a national title. I'm
3: tired of it. Yeah. These teams don't play real schedules. They don't play real schools. I don't care what Cincinnati did in the bowl game last year, because guess what? That doesn't matter this year. Nope. Okay. No, it doesn't. Cincinnati... It's fine. You beat your your cupcake schedule. You beat your tu- your terrible conference. You're not a good enough team. So, so if they go to the playoff. So if they go, I want them to go to the playoff so they get the doors blown off them so this conversation can die yeah. finally. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing them in the playoffs either
4: way, and I <laughs> <laughs> I hope they get in at number three in Michigan plays in it. That would be great. Yeah, I'd love to play. Of course, Cincinnati you would in the playoffs. So
0: Brian, isn't it funny that Cincinnati is doing this? After I got off the Cincinnati pretty much got off the
4: Cincinnati bandwagon yeah you did kind of jump off the, the natty bandwagon and I, I still don't quite understand why you're back on it though no so. I'm not but you just put yeah never mind
0: <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> never mind I'm not on back on the Cincinnati bandwagon by any stretch I'm off of it
3: I mean okay. am I the only one who's tired of the the Cincinnati
0: conversation not no really you're so not sick of it, yeah. Nope.
4: Not yeah, I, I like the idea of an 18 playoff uh, just because, like... James,
5: what are you going to do if they do go to the championship?
6: Root for them to lose by
3: 90.
4: Yeah.
6: <laughs> okay, and when <laughs> and, they do, they I will have a
5: party.
3: What, what would you do if they won? <laughs> They're not going to win. They're not no, good tell enough. Tell me what you would do if they won. They're not good enough.
0: Hypothetically. Not you only that, but like there's a
4: very real possibility that Luke Fickle's on his way out at Cincinnati, and everybody knows that. They, there's a there's a job opening in Notre Dame uh, that looks real nice right now for Luke Fickle. There's a job and opening at Oklahoma. He go to Oklahoma. Yeah,
3: he's, he's, a he's a Midwestern
0: guy. He's
4: a Midwestern guy. He's a Catholic. Like It's the perfect he's going to fit. To Notre for Dame. He's going to Notre Dame, and the whole team knows it, and so it's going to be interesting to see how that affects them going into this week. They might not even beat Houston.
0: Conference Championship Week is going to be so interesting. If they don't season.
4: beat Houston, that makes
0: things really easy. Oh for the CFP.
7: yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. Like, we don't have to worry about this. Right. I mean, and, and as far as it goes, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You got to think about television ratings. Does yep. Cincinnati drive television
4: ratings. No, they don't. No.
3: They're going to keep them out because yeah. of that.
4: Yeah, I agree. And then they get to they get to use the, the excuse one last time. Well, there's only four can get in, you know. We, oh. we should add the, once we add more teams, this problem will be eliminated. It's,
8: it's, it's
3: they think the four best teams, and it's not necessarily, uh, record does not necessarily indicate
4: yeah. that sometimes.
8: Right. Well, wills, yeah. Will the yep. problem really be eliminated, or is it just going to be... You're, you're, they're kicking the can down the road is what they're right. doing. The exactly. conversation goes from the, got, the I teams think at it
3: five is. and six... Now it's going to be at 9 and 10. Exactly right. That's what I was going to say. And that's, then twa- that's, that, that's all expanding it's
0: going to do. And then 13 and 14. I don't know.
4: I think that there's a way to do it. You give every big uh, – Power 5, if you win your conference, you're in. So you've got five automatic bids, and then you have three at-large bids. Right, there's so not going to be three unbeaten teams. So there's going to be, be one the- that will get in. So the one we have every year will get in at 8, and they'll get blown out. So it'll com- be just like it is now, but it'll pro- it solves the problem though because Cincinnati gets in at eight. So
3: it's gonna be the Power Five winners, then three SEC teams. Got it. Yep. Um. Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because they have to the, only the conference winners getting in, and then you know the, the best teams. It, so, I'm, I'm well, to. yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we got that. We got but that. At least, we it got it that. At least provides you with uh, a reasonable like. I don't know, like, when you could just say you win your conference, you're in. I think that that simplifies things a lot.
6: Well,
0: conference championship week is going to be interesting, but, Chirk, take us off into commercial land, my friend. As an 18-year-old, I let my mistakes kind of take over my life. I was
8: .5 credits away from completing high school, and I didn't do it. Ten years
3: later, at age 28... Jackie finished her high school diploma.
8: When I
0: found out that I was pregnant, I know that I had to do something for myself if I wanted to make her a better person
3: and provide a better life for her. My family never stopped pushing for me to be better because they knew what I could become and who I could become as a person. My support team is
0: amazing. The educational director, my sister, and even my 7-year-old daughter, she's been more than the support that I could ask for. I've been given an opportunity, and I'm just thankful for it.
8: No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad
2: Council. Coats for Kids Cleveland has raised over $3.2 million and distributed over 500,000 coats in Northeast Ohio since opening in 1981. Our goal for 2013 is to obtain 25,000 new or gently used coats and raise $125,000 to purchase more coats. We need your help. Your gift of $100 will provide six new coats to children in need. Check out our website at CoatsForKidsCleveland.org for a list of collection locations or to make a donation. Coats for Kids Cleveland, helping to make every child feel warm this winter season. My name is Lola Silvestri, and I'm going to be 95 this year. I was very
4: independent. I fell, and I had to have meals on wheels. America, let's do lunch.
3: One in six seniors faces the
1: threat
2: of hunger, and millions more live in isolation
3: wanted the best. Well, too bad. You're stuck with us. It's so what's the catch on All Sports Clean. We are back here on So What's the Catch. We got a little bit of uh breaking baseball news. This is from Jeff Passon. The uh, Jet how many minutes ago is this? Uh, about fifteen minutes ago. Uh, players have been told collective bargaining uh, negotiations are done for the day, which essentially means
4: we have a lockout.
3: We have a lockout.
4: Yay! Right.
0: So, uh,
3: see you in February, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. See you
0: in April. I need
3: the show's roster.
0: Who the heck cares? <laughs> I'm we sorry, but do. who the heck cares? Anyway, mm. we are moving on to NFL football, <laughs> and first thing on the docket. Mike McCarthy has tested positive for COVID nineteen, and he is going to miss the Cowboys game on Thursday night against the New Orleans Saints. And he'll still take credit of the game. Big impact. Big impact or little impact? Right,
3: James, it's it's nothing. This is nothing. Yeah, I, I think they would the not game. game. Uh, they're, they're, he's still going to be involved in, in game planning. Yeah, okay? <laughs> they're still going to be doing all the the things that they normally do. He's just not going to be in the building. Um, mm-hmm. it, Mike McCarthy. I don't really think he's a good coach, so uh, you'll see different decisions made by whoever their interim or standing coach is. That would be
0: defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. Mm. Mm. Oh, yikes.
3: That's a step down. If you
5: asked him, James, and
3: interviewed Mike McCarthy, would he say he was a good coach? If you asked him, of course he would say he was a good coach. But, I mean, if I was also him, I would say I was a good coach, too. You're not going to say I'm a bad coach. That's a good
0: way to to never get a job. And (laughs) it's (laughs) also like, hey, I'm the coach of Quote, unquote, America's team, the Mm -hmm. Dallas Cowboys. Mm -hmm. I mean,
3: not everyone can be George Costanza and just, like, say the Yankees are terrible in his interview and get the job,
0: Mm -hmm. okay? Right.
3: No one can go up to uh, a woman in a coffee shop and say I'm unemployed and live with my parents and get a date with a woman.
8: (laughs) (laughs) Except for me. (laughs) (laughs) My man. Uh, Air five. five. So one thing that I want to propose to you guys, (laughs) obviously if a player of any sports gets covid they can't play but if a coach gets covid do you think with the way that things have become virtual because of this uh horrible disease do you think there's a way that a coach could be the coach or the play caller from say an isolated area and do you think that will start to happen or be allowed
0: i just don't think that sounds very i get where you're going you know but what I-, I mean yeah, yeah, I get it, but I don't think it sounds practical.
3: I, I think there's too many opportunities for funny business happening with that. Yeah. Or cheating in one way or another. Right. I
4: agree. I wouldn't put it past the NFL, though, to put, like, a TV monitor on a robot and have that scooting around.
6: <laughs> <you>. <laughs> yeah, um, that would be funny.
4: Yeah, I, I agree. I think that that just there's a, a lot of things that can kind of go wrong in that. Um, but you'd think with modern technology, like, there's ways that you can coach without being there present so yeah it'll be interesting to see if they explore those options moving forward like if it continues to affect you know for years to come then yeah they're gonna start looking for solutions so yeah could happen
3: maybe okay what else you got
0: all right so the patriots are taking on the buffalo bills in a massive game on monday night football
4: any thoughts on this game I took the Bills minus, I took them at minus three, it's at minus two and a half now, but yeah, I think the Bills win that game.
0: I'm taking the Patriots, I don't, I've learned not to go against, much like how you learned not to go against Nick Saban, I've learned the same thing with Bill Belichick. Mm. Don't go against Bill Belichick, just don't do it.
3: Well Saban is a Belichick disciple, but uh, as far as uh, Bill Belichick and the Patriots are concerned, they, uh... They were buried too early by everybody. Yeah. Uh, one bad year and everyone was ready to bury that team and yeah. say Bill Belichick lost it, the Patriots are done. He's the greatest coach of all time for a reason, okay? They're good. Yeah, they're, they're good.
4: It's definitely a winnable <laughs> game for New England, that's <laughs> for sure.
3: They're back, okay? Yeah. Uh, they had one off year. They tried Scam Newton. It didn't work.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: But you know what?
3: They got They got Mac Jones, a much better quarterback, playing kind of like, not to the same level, but similar to early Tom Brady. Okay. Not really has to do too much. Uh, Shorter passes, checkdowns, but he's doing everything right, and that's what matters. And that
0: defense for New England is amazing. And here's the thing with the Patriots you talk about how everybody buried them too early. Think about it. They had like eight or nine players from their deep playing on their defense this year who took the season off last year because of COVID. Oh,
6: yeah.
0: So they weren't even whole. And then in the off season, they spend a ton of money. They go out and get signed Nelson Al- Nel- I think they signed Nelson Aguilar if I remember correctly. But regardless, they sign guys like Matthew Judon. They got Kendrick Bourne. They got other guys. Hunter Henry. They got other guys that fit what the Patriots are doing and what New England is.
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna take New England. I think it'll be a close game. Kind of a toss-up, yeah. to be honest. I don't really think there's an easy way to pick a winner, so I'll just take New England. I, I have New England winning, but I do not envy anyone placing money on this bet. Yeah. I am
0: surprised that Buffalo is even favored in this game. I think the odd. Uh, if I had to make the uh, odds for this, I would say they're even. It would be well, a push. That's,
3: that's essentially what this is, to just have the three-point advantage for females.
7: being a home team. Maybe the Patriots, just off momentum. Yeah. I mean they've been on a good winning streak. The Bills have been kinda eh I mean they, they kicked the crap out of the Browns.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, forty five to seven. That game was over in about five minutes.
4: Yeah. Unfortunately that's not a very good uh measuring stick though. The I mean they've suck. been good
7: since then, as well. Like all their games. They've they've just been blowing out left and right. Yeah.
4: Yeah, Buffalo's been shaky, but I just think that this is a game that uh it's at, in Buffalo. I I just like I like Buffalo and Elements uh, Josh Allen over Mac Jones in that competition. Just
0: you know, I've actually I actually met Josh A- or not Josh Allen. I met Mac Jones's parents. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. On the flight de- when I went down to Raleigh to see the Columbus Blue Jackets play the Carolina Hurricanes, Mac Jones' parents were on that flight. You
7: should hmm. be able to get Mac
0: Jones on the show then. <laughs> yeah. Get,
3: someone, get Mac Jones on the show. Call him up. Uh, we'll be on next.
0: All right, so now we have the Chargers visiting the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are favored by, I think it is, three. And I think the NFL made a mistake here because they should have flexed this game into Sunday Night Football over Broncos at Chiefs. I know Patrick Mahomes is, like, the face of the NFL. I think this game has bigger playoff implications. So...
3: Well do you know what happens if they flex this game to Sunday night football? Instead of getting the Bengals, you get the Bengals, and they lose by thirty. Yeah. Okay. You you can't trust them. Yeah. Just you like put you, the can't the Browns, you can't trust the Browns, <laughs> you can't trust the Bengals in prime time. Right.
0: I think I just like the I the matchup of you got on one side Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, um, Mike Williams. On the other side you have Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. That sounds like an offensive fireworks display that I would wish the NFL had done it right and put this game in Sunday Night Football.
8: Mm. I'm gonna take the Bengals, and simply because of the way they played last week against the Steelers. Shout out to the Bengals for kicking the crap out of the Steelers. I know it. There's a lot that goes into that. Shout out
7: after that Sunday night. After like Sunday, the way everything played out. There was a part of me that was starting to think, like, is it wrong if I start to root for Cincinnati?
0: I mean, they're in Ohio. Yeah, they're Ohio. So I don't think so. Uh,
4: Uh, You don't root for a division rival ever. Yeah,
0: that's true. I'm kind
7: of over. That just goes to show you how much I'm kind of over the Browns, though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Considering
4: jumping.
0: So so you got the Bengals. I'm also taking the Bengals. What about you guys? Anybody taking the Chargers?
3: (sighs) What time is this game? One o'clock. o'clock. Give me the Bengals. Take
0: the You're taking the Chargers, sure. The Browns <laughs> need to
3: go to the playoffs. E- oh. East Coast Chargers is always a losing losing proposition. East Coast one o'clock Chargers, don't do it. And I'll take the Bengals just
7: on momentum. Alright. Yeah.
4: the Chargers didn't look good last week, and I'm, I'm going to go with the Bengals too. So, they've been kind of shaky. All right, yeah. next thing. All right, do the Pittsburgh
0: Steelers need to bench Big Ben for the rest of the season?
3: No. No. Nope. And they're a team that still has somewhat of a chance for playoffs, okay? Even though they haven't been a good team. But what are their alternatives? Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins. Right. Both are terrible. Awful. At least, at least Big Ben will give you the occasional completion. If not, he'll throw the ball 30 yards downfield and get a defensive pass interference. Okay. Right. That's a lot better than what you get out of Rudolph or Haskins.
7: Extended part of that question what should the Pittsburgh, what, what should they be looking to do in the offseason? Get a quarterback. Yeah, mm. but the the
0: draft class is so weak. So right,
3: I, who said draft? Exactly. So are great great you
0: looking agency, at a trade? Free
6: agency
3: trades. Yeah.
0: Russell Wilson might be available. I want to see Aaron Rodgers.
3: Aaron Rodgers is definitely uh, definitely someone who, that they could acquire. He's yeah. definitely uh, expressed his admiration for the city of Pittsburgh. So any play. any
7: one of those quarterbacks, and this kind of brings me back to the Browns and Baker Mayfield in a way, in the sense that any one of those quarterbacks, if they had the option, right, would you rather go to Cleveland or would you rather go to Pittsburgh? They're going to choose Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh every one of the times. And that's a reason that it's hard for me, even now, to say let's get rid of Baker. Uh, because we talk about the bad draft class, and okay, so we got to get a, a better quarterback and trade
3: or free agency. Nobody wants to come to Cleveland. Mm. I- I've told you my solution before, but I don't think he wants to come to Cleveland either. If he gets traded, it's not up to him. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. My solution for one year as a stopgap before you either extend him or sign somebody else, or trade for somebody else, or draft somebody else. Derek Carr. Is Derek Carr for one year on expiring deal. Mm-hmm. Okay. You dump Baker on some crappy team like the Texans. And you get Derek <laughs> Carr from Vegas.
0: Wait, what? Speaking of the Texans, why not try and make a trade for Deshaun Watson? Oh, he's, he's
7: going to, He's going to
4: prison. <laughs> yeah, he's not. Uh,
3: he's going to
6: prison.
7: I thought he yeah. had a settlement, though, on all those. Yeah, I thought he point, did, too. He's got a settlement. He paid a buttload of money. Regardless, at this point, he's waiting for the, the – well, they're waiting to see what the NFL does, and yeah. he's probably going to get –
3: I would still a hard time. I I wouldn't I wouldn't touch
7: him. I'd
4: rather lose I'd rather go 117 than have him be my coordinator. I mean I
7: don't I, like him either.
3: I'm just saying that there there are already two uh individuals on in the Browns organization, one's player, one's a coach who I despise. I didn't want him to get the year in the first place yep. being Kareem Hunt and Mike Prefer. Mm-hmm. I don't like either person. I don't I did not like when they acquired either person through signing and you
4: mm-hmm. know signing a coach. Right. So
3: I don't want to bring someone who's done stuff
7: Similar.
3: In that similar realm. Okay. Of That's being fair. A scumbag. I think yeah. it's well, going to be a
7: serious discussion, though. And, and
8: real quick, just to kind of play off of that, do you have to like the person as a person, or is it about winning in football and can you? kind of separate the two and so that remains to be think.
4: yes and no but not when it's an issue like yeah. domestic violence
3: not when it's domestic violence yeah. i'm not saying i agree i'm just
4: no not no saying. i get your question get, yeah, but that's there's, my there's, answer is that there's a line yeah. yeah there's
3: a line and domestic violence sexual predator uh genocide Murder. Yeah, those are on the, the wrong side <laughs> of the line yep okay
0: and those file. are the three
8: things all right about not liking cream hunt obviously he's Done Central horrible things, but it right. he has helped the Browns. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean. I'm I'm not, again, I'm not suggesting that I actually want Deshaun Watson. I was just asking if you think that's a possibility. That's work? it. I, I hope not. I'm,
3: I'm good on Deshaun Watson. Yeah. yeah. I'll let's yeah. leave it at that. But Hard pass. we, we got to head pass. to a break. we got some college football discussion, including uh, the results of the big game over this past weekend. I
2: don't know. Anyone?
5: Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting.
2: Your daughter just got invited
1: to the prom. Do you A, meet her date?
2: I need to see your past day report cards, your driver's license, a list of references, and this hair sample.
1: B, help her pick out a dress.
4: <gasps> Don't you just love the long
2: sleeves and turtleneck on this pantsuit? Ugh.
1: C, Attend the prom undercover.
2: Mom, what are you doing here? I'm not mom,
8: I'm... Calvin, the new kid at school.
1: Or D, capture her big moment.
5: Uh, Let's take a photo of you two. I'm in the middle. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect dancers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the
2: same.
1: For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. AdoptUSKids and the Ad Council.
2: Major key alert. Life is like school. You will be tested, so pass it. Learn the real major keys to getting to college at GetSchool.com. Brought to you by GetSchooled and the Ad Council. Creando
1: conexiones durante la Recuperación de un trastorno mental y uso de sustancias pone toda la fuerza de la familia y comunidad apoyándole a usted, ofreciendo apoyo y esperanza. Únete a las voces de la recuperación, fortaleciendo familias y comunidades. Para información confidencial sobre desórdenes mentales y de uso de sustancias para usted o alguien que conoce, llame al 1-800-662-4357. Patrocinado por el Departamento de Salud y Servicios Humanos de los Estados Unidos.
3: Did you just look down at your phone? You did it again, didn't you? You know, you're flying down the road in a three-ton hunk of steel, and a text takes your eyes off the road for an average of five seconds. At 55 miles per hour, that's long enough to travel the length of a football field and cause some serious damage. Turn it off. Trust
1: me. Whatever it is, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. They'll test you, try to break your will, but however loud the loudness gets, however many cheese puffs may fly, you're the driver, the one in control. Stand firm, just wait, and move only when you hear the click that says they're buckled in for the drive. Never give up till they buckle
7: Turk has us all just wanting to rhyme. So turn up
3: the dial because it's sports talk time. So what's the catch is back in 3-2-now. And we are back. As you heard Kramer say, 3-2-now. Yes.
0: <laughs> so before we get to the game, I want to share a little bit of uh, Division two college football stuff.
4: Yay!
0: My, <laughs> my alma mater, Notre Dame College—the real Notre Dame. <laughs> yes, real Notre Dame. the real Notre Dame. Their season came to an end in heartbreaking fashion as they lost to the Shepherd Rams, an old conference rival, mm,
6: mm, in mm.
0: on a last-second touchdown. So Tough break for the Falcons. Y- yep. So the they are out, and their season is over. Hmm. Sad.
4: Yep. Wonder what that must be like. I'm your season be over. I wouldn't know. Because my season's not over yet.
0: Well, that's uh, a great transition to the game, which, how the heck are you not wearing Michigan stuff today?
4: I know. No, I, I didn't want to come in here and... I, I, I'm, I'm still not, wearing my proud colors. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I'm not trying to rub it in anybody's faces or anything. I'm just so grateful that we won. Like, Should we be sad.
0: playing, like, Hail to the Victors and all that for no, you right now? No, I don't no, need no. it. This is still an I Ohio State it.
4: show, thank you, you very much. Yeah,
6: you
4: <laughs> I, I understand my place on the show. I'm one man, and I'm one man with an opinion that goes against probably 99% of our listeners. So, no, I'm not going to come in here and make <laughs> it out. I'm smarter than that. It's bad content. I'm just really grateful we won that game. On the way
7: up here I was trying to look on the positive sides of that and about the only thing I can come up with is that at least I don't have any more stress the rest of the way. Yeah. Whatever happens at this point happens. I, tell you I just what, don't care anymore.
4: There's something to that because I'm used to our football season being over much earlier and just the the amount of stress that I went through during that game is just it's mind-blowing, you know, how much you put into it and it's I don't know yeah,
7: because if we so had won that game, then we you know we obviously win the Big Ten. I would have to say ninety percent chance, and then go on to just get blown out in the playoffs. Yeah,
8: so yeah. I, I'm sort of in, impartial to this game. I mean, when I was younger, I was definitely an Ohio State fan, but now I'm just it's kind of like whatever. But speaking from just college football in general, isn't it good for the rivalry to have both teams win and not just one team dominate every single year?
7: I mean, it's good, but when you're a fan, you still don't. Well, yeah, but I'm just yeah. saying, if,
8: if you put yourself in like a general position, unbiased. From the unbiased
3: perspective, sure, I, I guess. But if you're looking for what's probably best for the conference, what's probably best for the perception uh, the of the Big Ten, having a team that is like Ohio State, routinely get into the playoff is better for the conference than uh, a different team beating them or becoming the champion because they have even less of a shot of winning it all than Ohio State does.
5: And
8: also Ohio State just as a brand for college football, kind of like what you're just saying mm-hmm. for say the college football playoff or just ratings in general. It's going to draw people
3: in. I mean Michigan will too. If Michigan wins the Big 10 title and goes to the playoff, they will draw
8: because they have a big fan base as well. But not like Ohio State it,
4: It's is false. That's just, that's just unequivocally false. Yeah, right. no, that no, is Mi- false. In Michigan, Michigan I feel like they have a bigger fan base than alumni
8: base
4: than Ohio State. Yes, 100%. The, the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan is the largest of any university on planet Earth. Not just in the United States, not just for public schools. They have more living alumni on this Earth than any other school. You so and alumni alone, alumni alone are like... Okay. So And then you factor that into all of the other citizens of Michigan who didn't go there that are also I think fans.
7: because we live in
4: Ohio, it feels like... It feels, it like, it, yeah. it feels yeah. like Ohio is a little bit bigger than yeah. they are. But to say that they're a bigger brand or they have more fans is just unequivocally false. Me personally, I would have to say they're about equal
7: hey, on fans. The brand,
4: I would say their brand size is probably about equal, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree on that. Better football program, clearly Ohio State at the moment, but, you know.
5: I've got a question for you, Brian. Mm-hmm. What made you be? How did you become a Michigan fan?
7: I went to school there, which is the only answer I accept. By the way,
4: like yeah, if you I mean had, like as an Ohio resident, if you had just been like, oh, I just jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah, but here's was the other thing: like if I would have went to Kent State or Toledo, I would have been a Kent State fan exactly. or a Toledo yeah, fan. Yeah, you know what I be. mean? Like, so it's like to me, it's just. It, so it's, was the alma mater? Why? Know, it's, it's why do you why think
0: I the last two weeks I shared like the? I don't want to hear, college. it, Mister.
4: I got ninety different teams. <laughs> 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 To me yeah it's just to me that's just logical it's like what what high school football team did you root for when you were young you only rooted for one, the one you went to. You know I, what I mean? Like nobody's a fan of other big ten you know, nobody's following like Sierra Canyon, like oh I'm well, not they're doing the, this year. Like, even <laughs> the bandwagon fans from Ohio
7: that say they're or become Michigan fans, mostly it's because they just hate Ohio. Yeah, a lot yeah, of it pretty much. A, a lot
4: of it's people rebelling and trying to be different, and that yeah. it was never about that for me. But no. yeah,
7: the fact that you went there, I can respect that a lot more.
4: Yeah, yeah. But no, my sister is a graduate of Ohio State. My stepdad graduated from Ohio State. Like I have nothing but respect for the program and the ride but when people talk about the size of i just want to make sure we get the facts straight is all i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) look at you just want to make sure we get the facts straight because sometimes that's all we've got (laughs) 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 is uh history well so i'm very very the history of the program is i've held on to that for the last nine years because that's all i've had to hold. well this
0: game you had hassan haskins to hold on to
7: right yeah
4: so finally the tide turned and you know they came out and they dominated and they they won a game that they they played a better game than Ohio State. They play, and was, they should have won. I, yeah.
7: I felt scared when I came in. We had 19 players out. Uh, it was a record for us. And Master Teague, I mean, a lot of our playmakers weren't there. And it just we, you definitely played better. Like, even putting the, the injuries aside with what mm-hmm. was on the field, you played better. So right. it, it is what it is.
4: Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm really, 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 really happy with the fact that we won the game. But I'm not crazy. I'm not here to say that Michigan's a better football program than Ohio State. They're not. That's just and, – and when you ask the question, is it good for the – you know, is it good – I don't know that there's anything wrong with, like, the conference sending the same team every year. As long as they're getting into the playoff, that's all the conference I think cares the, about. Because they the conference, it's money for Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so it, it, as long as one of their teams is in, I don't I don't know that they really care if there's balance. But – the other thing, too, is that like, when you look at this rivalry, Michigan still holds an eight-game lead over Ohio State. So even as bad and as lopsided as it's been over the 20 years, it's kind of been a leveling-out process that's been good for the rivalry as a whole. Because it's getting closer and closer every year, which is which I think is more exciting than anything. And you know? Last
7: last week, uh, I was in here with my Ohio State gear, you had your Michigan gear on, and we were talking, and, and Josh kind of exclaimed, I'm surprised there's not more trash talk. And regardless of us going in as favorites, like, this is college football. Yeah, you never know; anything can happen. Even more so than the NFL, I feel like mm-hmm. there's there's so much. You know, the tide was going to turn at some point. Yeah, uh, that was a rough one to lose. It yeah. really was, but I, I, you know, it happened. The,
0: I mean, the thing is, like, people are going to say, "Oh, the weather played a factor in it, and maybe it did, it maybe it didn't." But because Ohio State is more of a throw first style offense, whereas yeah, Michigan has been passing the ball more, but I still feel like they're a run first offense. We're a
4: run first. Well, and run the offense.
0: Stroud's an LA guy.
7: Yeah. Dude.
4: Well, here's the thing: Stroud threw for 400 yards. Like he, like he wasn't limited yeah. in the passing game. I mean, yeah, that's you're right. that's why I don't accept the weather thing. As our a, defense, a our defense was crap. Yeah, it's uh, Ohio State has a defense that just didn't show up. And we didn't stop the run for sure. Uh, no. Here's
3: here's my take from what happened. Okay, they were an undisciplined team. They committed way too many penalties. Yeah. Okay, They were underprepared because they were. Mm-hmm. They were out physical because they were. Yep. What I'm not going to do is to see what a lot of people do on the internet and blame the refs or blame the weather because that's what poverty fan bases do. <laughs> and, <you> know, <laughs> I saw true. some poverty fan bases still trying to say uh, a certain quarterback was short a couple years ago. But he was. Different story, he was not. He was not. <clears throat> the line does not lie, my friend. Yes, uh, it did. It does not.
4: Agree to disagree on that one, but. but...
3: Blaming the refs is what poverty
4: fans do. Yeah, I still don't blame the refs for us losing that game, but Damn. I do think he was short. But yeah, that's not the reason we <laughs> lost. The game. We, lost the, we, we lost the game for a combination of other things. I don't <laughs> think that that one play is as big as everybody hangs their hat on. That's uh, yeah. what I'm
3: saying. Uh, you still see people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zunda, I, I'm with you. I yeah. hate. I hate uh, that. It, it, they, it drives
4: me crazy. I'm not going to do it either. Ohio right, State didn't deserve to win that game. Right, and the other thing I'm not going to do is after I, my team got waxed for eight years in a row, is come in here and then talk like all. All of a sudden, we're a better football program. Like it's just crazy, right? You know? So it's like, for me, I'm glad we won. Uh, with what you were saying, I, if for my personal stake, I want the rivalry to be more competitive. Like I definitely do. So right. I'm just encouraged that at least we got to win, and you know, hopefully it, it brings some more you know five star recruits to Michigan, and they can. Start to try to compete year in and year out, but I'm not ready to say that Harbaugh has this thing turned around and that we're going to win again next year. I, I just think I Har- think that that's reasonable because to say you
3: know Harbaugh has done so well with five-star
4: recruits. Right, before. exactly. So he, he's <laughs> not good at two, not good. at <laughs> No, two
0: things. First, I was by no means was I trying to insinuate that the weather is the reason Michigan won. It certainly wasn't. And number two, I think Harbaugh winning this game saved his heiny.
4: I mean, he was going to stay no matter what. Right? I, I don't know about that one. He got extended. He got His contract was extended. Yeah, but here's my thing. He took a pay cut to stay. Here's if he was going to go, he would have been gone. Nobody in their right mind is going to take a pay cut when they can leave for a, a job that's going to pay them more money unless they really want to be there long term. He's not going anywhere.
0: My Here's my thing. When you become the co- a coach at a certain program... The objectives are different. Like at Ohio, we talked about this on on uh, the sports room the other night. Subscribe to Hunger to the Max. Yes, I plugged myself, but whatever. <laughs> um, when you get hired at a co- to be the coach of a program like Ohio State, the objective is to win the Big Ten, go to the College Football Playoff, win the national championship, right? But if you get hired to to a program like Michigan. I feel like the main objective is to beat your biggest rivals, Ohio State, Michigan State. Hardball has not done that.
4: Well, he just did. He, he, he
0: did. So. I'm saying before but, Saturday.
4: Yeah, yeah, but he already lost five straight to Ohio State and didn't get fired. He got extended. He That's got a, my point. They went 0 and they were they went and five. Uh, so if because I agree with you, I agree with what you're saying, but like. It, it, he already has been terrible against his rivals, and they extended him. So he's never going anywhere. He,
3: he was—he's what he is—is is he's good for business. Yes.
4: Okay. He's very good for business. He's
3: good for business. He's good for ticket sales. He's good for uh, selling merchandise. Good for expanding the brand. Mm-hmm. And I, I think to a point, just a little bit, Michigan was—I don't want to say fine with losing, but more fine with. Accepting what he is as a positive versus what he is as a negative. Yeah, I agree. Because okay, again, like what you said, certain programs have different goals. Right. Their goal was just be good for business because they don't really see or vision a actual long term path. towards right. Being better than Ohio State at this moment in time.
4: And then, real quick before break, I do want to mention too that Harbaugh he did take a pay cut. He he took a, uh, he's making about half of what he was before. Uh, A lot of incentive-laden deals went into it. Uh, He has already came out and stated that any bonus money that he earns this season from the success of the team, he's donating to uh, the administration uh, athletic department, to anybody in the athletic department that took a pay cut due to COVID-19. So any money he makes from beating Ohio State, winning the Big Ten, making the playoff, he's donating it back to the university. So he's there to stay. He's their guy. He loves us. We love him. It's just... It didn't matter. And he he, he, he could have lost, and they been, he would have been right there.
3: And more often than not, Ohio State fans loved him, too, because he was one in nine. But with yeah. that, we got to head to a break. We come back. We have uh, your, what, two minutes of hockey uh, <laughs> and, uh, quiz time. So stick around. Quiz time.
2: Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke.
1: When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST. F-A-S-T. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. Or S. Speech difficulty. Then T. Time. Time to call 911 immediately because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. As Bruce Wayne once said, a hero can be anyone, even
2: a man doing something as simple and reassuring as putting a coat
3: around a little boy's shoulder to let him know that he isn't alone in the world. Do you feel that with great power comes great responsibility?
2: Are you interested in changing
3: kids' lives by giving them hope? Then perhaps you should consider being a hero. Superheroes to Kids in Ohio
1: continues to make costume visits to children's hospitals, special needs centers, and various charitable events whenever they are needed, all in an attempt to bring a few smiles to kids and people in need of hope. You can find. Find out more at
3: superheroes to kids in Ohio.com.
2: Hi, everyone. Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that after 75 years, <coughs> Smokey's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when it's dry or windy. Be careful burning yard waste because wildfires can even start in your neck of the woods. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad count
7: So what's the catch on All Sports Cleveland? Trying to stump James for over six months and failing. But hope springs eternal. It's Kramer quiz time.
0: <laughs> Alright, so we are back here on So What's the Catch. And last week I promised you that I would give you the results of what happened at the Unger Thanksgiving Air Hockey Tournament. As well as the Unger Thanksgiving Ping Pong Tournament. As far as the air hockey tournament goes, your winner and still the reigning defending air hockey champion. Third time, yours truly. And then in the ping pong tournament, my cousin Aaron Schaffrin won it for like... I don't know how many times. It's great like last name.
5: They, they should have customized a championship belt. say, yeah, <laughs> I
0: should make a customized <laughs> air hockey championship belt for myself. I we, agree. We, you guys need,
4: need belts like in the future, we actually
0: for yeah. the ping pong tournament, we actually have a like official trophy. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm working on that for the uh, air hockey. But as far as the Cleveland Monsters going to hockey in the North Division, my mouse isn't working, so I have to. Like hit the down key. But they are second in the North Division. They are nine, three, two, and three. They have twenty-three points on this season. And this weekend they host the Milwaukee Admirals, who are the affiliate of the Nashville Predators, who just so happened to destroy the Columbus Blue Jackets last night six to nothing. And the Blue Jackets right now are in fifth place in the metropolitan division they are 12 8 and 0 and they have 24 points there Uh, you go
4: and then quick pittsburgh penguins update penguins have been inconsistent as of late as they've kind of been the story of their whole year but they've getting getting some guys back healthy it's nice to have crosby back out there we have lost two in a row um hovering right around the middle of the division right now rankings wise Uh, But Malkin's been skating and looking good at practice. Uh, He'll be back on the ice shortly for the Penguins. Once he returns, I do expect things to start moving back into the right direction. So, yeah, Penguins need to just weather the storm for a little bit longer. All right, and now it is quiz time, and we will get to Kramer
0: quiz. But first, we have my seven questions. It's an increase from five to seven this time. Well, you better get started then. All right. So, what Chicago Bears running back was known as the Galloping Ghost?
3: Gale Sayers.
5: Rashad Salam.
0: Sorry, I gotta scroll all the way to the bottom.
4: It's annoying James, with this. I
5: don't know if you remember that man. <laughs> I remember. I Rest remember in song. peace. No, probably. it was
4: Harold Grange. Harold Grange. You you asked a question no but you clearly knew none of us would know the answer (laughs) to because you only let two of us answer (laughs) you didn't
0: give everybody a chance to answer did I get it
3: right
5: no
4: no No. it was it was it
3: was red Grange he
0: might have known
4: what I definitely knew
0: (laughs) what NFL player returned a fumble sixty six yards to the wrong end zone Jim Marshall yes all right. Who was the only person in NBA history to be named most valuable player, coach of the year, and executive of the year? Jerry West. Okay, anybody else have a guess? Mm. Jerry West, Larry Bird. Jerry East. (laughs) (laughs) It is, in fact, Larry Bird. Uh, Yeah. I got it. Nice. All right, let me just scroll back on up because my mouse is not working, so I actually have to use the physical keyboard, which makes it more annoying, but whatever. Next up, what coach came off the bench to play for his team in the Stanley Cup Finals? When? Don't know the year.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I have no no freaking idea. idea. I don't know,
3: Corey Howell.
0: (laughs) No, it was Lester Patrick.
4: And yeah. we have no idea what year, what team, anything. No, no, no that information. It didn't on it, give just that, that when okay.
0: I when I looked at it on the <laughs> website. It didn't give you that. Okay. What right. MLB player retired with the same number of home runs as his father? King Prince Rick. Fielder. Yes, it is Prince Fielder. Uh, yeah. Okay. What NFL player debuted as a professional wrestler in 2004?
3: What, NFL player?
0: Yes.
4: Bill Goldberg.
0: <laughs> no. I don't know. Brock Lesnar. It was Brian Erlacher. No. Oh. Erlacher
8: well, was Urlacher. a wrestler? Well, I didn't know that. I didn't know oh, he wrestled.
5: Yeah, he was in TNA,
0: wasn't he? Oh. I'm, bl- I'm pretty sure. And then last one. All right. What college football position receives the Jim Thorpe Award?
4: That's for the punter.
0: Nope. Defensive end. Close is defensive back. Ah. Okay. That's it. All There's right. on to the real quest. quiz. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> <laughs>
5: Before we get to the real quiz, let's do the Berserker of the Week. <laughs> right, just Hurry up. Right. All
4: right. Drum roll? No. Oh, okay. You don't get it. Just do it so that he goes. All right. So the Berserker of the Week it. Is.
5: <laughs> Lowry Marketing for improving oh. his game. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I know James is mad
3: about that. That was Lowry Marketing shooting a three. <laughs>
0: yeah, you were no Kobe.
6: <laughs>
4: All right. On you to
3: the real start? quiz.
7: Yeah.
4: This
3: week's NFL.
4: Wait, is, is my quiz fake? fake?
7: Your quiz was uh, stolen. Uh, stolen, basically. Yes.
4: <laughs> stolen valor. <laughs>
7: uh, where did the 2017 NFL first round draft pick Mitchell Trubisky play college
4: ball? North, North Carolina. Carolina.
7: Just get everybody on
4: that. One. I think all of that us. That was were a kinda, little bit. I can't yeah. even. Let's
7: just have everyone on that one.
0: Everybody gets. Everybody po-
4: gets one point. Cool. Okay. I like it. Because
7: yeah. yeah. I couldn't hear. I couldn't even.
4: Everybody knew. Yeah, North I Carolina that was an easy five one. Five he six. went to
0: Mentor for high school. Mentor? What
7: yeah. is Bill Parcells' nickname? Tuna, tuna, Not big
4: tuna, mm-hmm. the big tuna,
7: the big tuna. I <laughs> <laughs> give
3: it to J- Or. Get, I say, give me points.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Free points. He's only given that to me because you win every week. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I am basically <laughs> that. So that, to be
7: honest.
6: Um, in
0: 2013,
7: Chip Kelly debated debu- debuted as a uh, head coach for the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. James,
0: that was unfortunately
7: James. Dang. <laughs> Who was the head coach of the Oakland Raiders for just one season?
0: Hugh Jackson. <laughs>
7: Hugh Jackson. Good one,
4: sure. In 2011
7: would have been the rest of the question, but yeah, yeah.
0: as he should have been. What
7: team hired Matt Patricia as their head coach? Lions. Uh, yeah, Lions. James got that one. Who won the AP Offensive Player of the Year award for the 2011 NFL season? AP Offensive Player of the Year, of the Year
4: 2011. Was it AP? No, uh, <laughs> that would have yeah. been funny, but no. Uh, so, is this NFL or college or NFL? NFL. Okay. Yeah. NFL Offensive Player of the Year, 2011. Uh, this is tough. Uh, So
7: just do away with all the details. Chris Johnson. Think of it like this. Who do you think the best offensive player of 2011 was? No.
0: Megatron.
8: No. Tom Brady. No. already said No idea. (laughs) Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Uh, I was thinking Chris Johnson. I'm
7: glad you said it. Yeah. (laughs) What place in the AFC East did the Buffalo Bills finish in 2008? Last. Yes. Fourth, last Mm
4: game.
7: What team hired Matt Nagy? Bears.
4: Bears. Bears. James again. That was the whole question? I was waiting for the rest of the question. (laughs)
7: That was the
4: question? (laughs) That was What team hired Matt Nagy? Wait, we tied
0: it like the same time. I heard James first. (laughs) Oh, that's BS. Who won the AP
7: Coach of the Year Award for the 2011 NFL season? Sean Payton. No.
4: Oh, that was a good guess. The Drew Brees yeah. win AP. Um, 2011. Mike McCarthy.
7: Coach of the Year in 2011. No.
4: Uh, Tom.
7: No. Just <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <Melichick>. Tom. Melichick. <laughs> no. Any last guesses?
4: No, I was going to guess one was of the Coughlin? Toms. I was going to guess that's the one, but.
7: Jim Harbaugh. Oh! Wow.
4: Oh, with wait. the 49ers, That's sneaky, right. sneaky. I, you yeah. I didn't think of them being you're, you're, San Fran. Your yeah. Favorite coach, uh, Brian. Good Jail. Lord, your unread emails are giving me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have 27,197. Unread. What
3: team hired Frank Reich as their
4: head? Colts. Jesus.
3: That was the Colts. Wow.
7: We got a four for James, three for Brian, two for Josh, two for Chirk, yeah. one for Zach. That was,
8: on. I feel like I need to go home and study up on this <laughs> sports history. I feel that way like every week. Like <laughs> Drew the entire Breeze, week. Drew Brees
7: broke which of these quarterbacks' records of 48 consecutive games with a touchdown? Yards. It was an old record. I'll give you that much. Yards.
8: That's <laughs> not a. That's it's uh, a player's name, Chirk. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Joe. Graham. What was that? Joe Namath. No autograph. No. Good <laughs> old, guess. That no. is
4: a good guess. <laughs> 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 I'm going to go with Brett Favre. N- way, He's way back. He said old player, so oh. uh, Joe
0: Namath. Uh, Pete no. Manning. no. <laughs> if it old wasn't player, Brett Favre, um, it's mother. not going to be Pete Manning. Roger Staubach. Johnny Unitas. Oh. Yes. Johnny U.
7: Going back to 2011, this quiz had to have come out in 20, like 2012. <laughs> yeah. so. Which player won the most FedEx Air QB of the Week awards? Let's just say who do you think is the best QB from the 2011 NFL season? Drew
4: Brees. No. Actually. But he won AP I know, oh. but he did not win uh, FedEx's
7: FedEx Air QB award. of the Week awards.
4: Dang was it, it,
5: was it uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick? No.
0: Aaron <sighs> Rodgers. Yes.
5: Yeah. 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 Actually, he was that. MVP. that
7: season, I believe. He is. All right, he can be both.
4: Josh is sneaky good.
7: Find some good ones. Um, who was fired as head coach of the Jaguars in November of 2011?
4: Was that Del, Del- Rio? That was
7: Del Rio. Wow!
4: Bang. Good pull. Good pull, guys. Josh coming in with a
7: tie with uh, James it's right now. Brian, you're back one. I know. In tw- 2000, the year 2000, Steve McNair made the NFL Pro Bowl from which
4: team? Tennessee Titans. Titans. It's Titans. I Rest said Tennessee Titans. Air McNair.
7: You I, did say the full I name. heard James first I, I heard Brian first But I gotta accept Titans I, I said to say Tennessee
0: to, I, I gotta accept type no. I would've accepted that Yeah for another question. I gotta stop Yeah you can't say the full Like city Yeah, yeah. that's my
4: fault I'll take ownership of that That's my fault I Same
0: should. with what I did When I said yeah. Philadelphia
7: There's a couple more though We still got a few more Who was named AP Coach of the Year For the 2014 NFL season?
4: Tom Coughlin No Pete Carroll
7: no. Ron Rivera. No.
0: Jerk. Any guesses, Zach?
5: I'm trying to think about trying who, to think who like made the conference championship. Mm-hmm. Twenty uh, was it? Uh, 2014. Would that be?
4: Uh, Tick 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 tick. No, Bruce Arians. Okay.
0: Ah, with the Cardinals, right?
7: What Denver player was named as the team's Walter Payton Man of the Year for 2015? Von Miller. No.
4: (sighs) Demarcus Ware. No. For 2015, yes. Peyton Manning.
7: No. Dang it. Akeeb Tali. No. David Bruton.
4: Mmm, old David Bruton. That's not
7: a name I knew. So yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah, never heard really. of him.
4: But we have a good guy. Guy.
7: We got two more. Okay. What is a nickname? What is a nickname that the Andre Hopkins is known
0: by? Nuke. Yeah, he got that one.
7: Yeah, it's a Jameser. And last but not least, how many games was James Whitson suspended for at the start of the eighteen NFL season? Four. No. Two. two. No. Three. Three. Dang
6: it.
0: <laughs>
7: James wins by one. Of course he does. Gosh, dang it. That was a close one, but James won by one. That was.
0: I
3: mean, I was going to win. I I am Thanos. Mm. I am inevitable.
0: No, I had you on the run, bro, a bit.
4: He's Cristiano in the Champions League. He is is inevitable.
3: We shall
0: try again next week. I'll try and come up with easier questions for next week myself. The, the point of saying I'm so it's I'm going What
4: win. you could do is create your own segment that's not the exact same as Terry. <laughs> 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 I mean <it's laughs>
7: uh anyways, it's been real, it's been fun. It has not been real fun, but it's been <laughs> real and, uh, and that's was that's pretty much it for this week, ain't it, Post.
0: Yep it is.
7: Anything you want to plug?
0: Nils? Uh Follow yeah. So
7: what's the catch?
0: Okay. Oh yeah, yeah the YouTube c- channel. Oh so yeah, the catch YouTube channel. Subscribe, subscribe to. So what's the catch on YouTube? This episode should be up by probably tomorrow at some point.
4: Also subscribe to our channel on Spotify so that you can get the podcast version, audio version as soon as we post that. As well. Yes, and
0: subscribe yeah, to this
4: channel on Anchor as well. And on Facebook, if you haven't liked the So What's the Catch page on Facebook, make sure you like and follow that. Me and Josh go live on Wednesdays during class, too, so we do a little show before the show. So if you want two shows on Wednesdays, make sure you like our Facebook page. The
0: only thing with Anchor is it goes by the sports room, not So What's the Catch. Mm. So with all of that information, I hope you wrote that all down.
7: We (laughs) will be back next week, and we are
0: Out. out.
5: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of So What's the Catch? Join us next week for more hot takes and very interesting conversation, to say the least. Uh, so, yeah, follow us on our, our social media platforms. And, uh, yeah, go brownies.
2: Lining up in the shotgun, three receivers wide left, one wide right. And he's going to throw it long again for Tony. This time, over the shoulder, and Tony brings
6: it in.